hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. This is my first show, Owen, from the new spot. Um, it's pretty sweet. No dogs barking. No wife in the yep, bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm in a soundproof room, dude. Room. Yeah, you're banished to that room, and she is the whole house with the dogs. So mm-hmm. there you go. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that. Um, uh, I moving. We'll, we'll talk about this tonight, but moving your a big mm-hmm. reptile collection is probably the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's freaking sucks yeah. so bad, man. Oh my god. That's I, I, why I keep hearing that most of the time people only do it once, twice max. It's just like, okay, that's enough. I mean, uh, when I when I came home from college, I had a collection of about 15 snakes, and that was easy. And then when I moved out here, I think when we had python, we had adults plus babies, I think we moved over 80 animals to the house out in Birdsboro. And I don't want to ever move them again. So... Um, <laughs> Like I will completely gut my house and redo it the way I need it to be done before I go get a new one. So, yeah, yes, done. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, one of the things we have a split level, so you know, if I'm 70 years old and I can't get up and down the steps or, for some reason, you know, uh, well then I'm just gonna have to get one of those stair lift things or something because yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I ain't you going anywhere. And we can put the EB Morelia logo right on the back of it. And you'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm about 90% of my collection is at the new spot. Um, okay. I got the room dialed in, you know, for now. And So, um, so what's still at the old place? And is there a security system? Is it worth me breaking in is what I'm asking. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Smart. That means, yes, yeah. I'll be back later. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, t- um, tonight, before we get into what's going on, but tonight we're, we're going to be uh, chatting with our good friend Matt Minitola from Philly Herp. We're going to be talking uh, short tales. And, you know, Matt has the uh, Ocelot project, which is, Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, uh, I'll, I'll grab some pictures and uh, stick it over on the Facebook page and stuff. But uh, pretty sweet uh, looking snakes. I remember seeing them way back in the day when we first asked Matt to come on. Um, and, uh, you know, I was just amazed. They, they, it was like the jaguar carpet python of the short tail world, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It does. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was um, – it was pretty cool. Not to mention the fact that he's got those wacky um, marbles, uh, you know, those crazy looking. Uh, that was the highlight of last year at Tinley. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure, uh, you know, we're what two weeks away from Tinley now. I guess. Uh, how excited we're, we're like! It got to be like 18 days to <laughs> take. Yeah. I mean, like, I, how excited? Because it's just like, dude, I, I my new lights came in today. Um, oh, cool! And I copied you. I copied you completely. But my whites, my lights are white, so they go off the table with the white and black. So it's like, yeah, we're uh, starting to look more professional. I can actually hang with you 
like, uh, I can actually hang next to you now. I look presentable with my oh, new wow. displays and new lights. I don't wow. look like, you know, scum of the earth next to Eric's pristine collection. So. Wow. Welcome to the high-end <laughs> world, my friend. <laughs> Stop, it. Stop dragging uh, me into looking good in public. Jesus. Yeah, God forbid. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that, uh, you know, short tail stuff. Um, and then, of course, uh, this was uh, – Matt. This 2016 was Matt's first year breeding um, chondros. Uh, mm-hmm. Curious to hear about that and his experiences and how that went. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the cool stuff that he's got coming up in 2017. Because, dude, I mean, I'm not really breeding this year, but, man, it is here, you know. I mean – He's, the changes right in the air the and the weather, and uh, yeah, it's, it's right yeah, around the corner. I think I'm gonna be, I think I'm gonna be doing my last couple feeds, and then that's it, man. We gotta, we gotta start cooling down, and uh, we gotta start starving so that nobody has anything in their guts for the cool down. So right. this is like crunch time, you know. Any lingering projects where I need like a breeding animal, like I gotta go get it in the next couple weeks. So. You know, it's all that cool. fun stuff. Cool. Yeah, we. Uh, I just want to throw out there too. Um, I was looking at the numbers today for the for the shows and stuff, and apparently people yeah. like retech shows. Um, Josh did an awesome <laughs> job last week, and um, yeah, dude, we had eight hundred listens. It was just about eight hundred listens just yesterday. Really? Yeah, for that show. Wow. That's pretty wild, man. I guess people like retics. Maybe you should get into retics. No, I'm good with my – well, right now I just have a female, and eventually I'll get a male, and that'll be it. You know who has retics? Matt has Matt. retics. We can talk yeah. to Matt about retics. Yeah, so we'll hit on that. He's got some cool projects as far as they go, man. I know we're both into yeah. that. I keep saying it wrong. Uh, Mochino? Yeah, that's it, Mochino. Um, yeah, you and him are in love with those things. Dude, I just freaking sit sweet. back and look at them. They look okay. I I will admit they look okay. <laughs> They're interesting. They're interesting. Uh, you 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 and Matt are like fainting over pictures of them, and I'm like, it's a retick. So you know, of course, I, I want a cow retick, but uh-huh. I'm not going to spend seven grand. But you know, where we're at. Give it time, man. Give it time. So uh, what else is going on with you? Uh, Just gearing up, getting ready for the season. I mean, I have – I had to run to Oaks on Saturday, and I picked up a bunch of feeders. Actually, I did pick up a few live feeders because my one clutch, uh, I had about like four or five that weren't eating. And they uh-huh. both all, – all four of them took live hoppers. Like, they took two of them. So now I have to go to – the next show and grab some more live if I can't get them on the frozen thought before then. But other than that, man, we're just cruising. Um, uh, trying to get ready for this year's season, gearing up for Tinley. Uh, I might have a little bit of an issue with my Nile monitors because the female went from like really, really fat to now she looks like I haven't fed her in a month and a half and she won't let me in the cage. So I may have to go on an Easter egg hunt. So, huh? Okay, so you think yeah. she laid eggs? How does uh, that? Maybe. Uh, 
when, when a mommy monitor and a daddy monitor love each other very much. <laughs> Listen, you dork. That's how um, that happens. <laughs> no, I mean, how does – I mean – how difficult is it to find the eggs? Did they, I know they dig down deep, don't they? Yeah, and she's been digging a ton. So she probably has buried them underneath, like, the largest piece of furniture in their cage. And I wow. kind of know where they could be because there's a big burrow in the back that I don't remember being there a while ago. So um, this weekend I'm going to have to remove them both, which is a – goddamn hassle and a half and then i'm gonna try to see what i can find in there so okay. if next tuesday i am like one finger short we all know what happened so wow okay um is yeah. the, the male the male still in there with her as well yeah but um he's been kind of like beaten into his place he's like uh, like i fed them before the show and uh-huh. he's at the food bowl and he comes walking over and he's like "Ooh, food and then he gets like a tail whip like to the head and then he mm-hmm. goes into the corner and waits. And I'm like, okay, clearly you're not in charge anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> the dynamic the dynamic has shifted. So um, after she was done eating, he came over and had his fill. But, yeah, so we'll see. I have to talk to Andrew and a few other things to see what's going on with that. And if we can recover the eggs and if they're viable, I guess I'm going to fire up the incubator. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, and what's what's the incubation time on them? Like what? Not Half a year? Days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's like 90 days. So um, they'll come out right when carpet python eggs are going to go in. Huh. <laughs> uh, maybe. So, yep. Cool. Uh, anything going on in the world? I know we had two big shows this weekend. We had the, I uh, uh, hope I get it right, the Sacramento show out on the West Coast. Um, mm-hmm. which uh, I saw some little videos and stuff uh, from various people. Um, uh, Nick was there. Um, yeah. Todd was there. Uh, Dan from uh, DM Exotics was there, which is pretty cool. He had some, some pretty cool stuff. Um, and then I think down, it was in Texas, there was the Arlington NARBC show. Um, yeah. Which... Um, Ryan was sending me pictures of uh, VPI's table. Uh, I think I shared it with you guys of some of the cool uh, blood oh, and short the tails that they had. Bloods and stuff, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah, those, those were kind of pretty cool yeah. stuff. I mean, it, people have been sharing pictures from both those shows all weekend, and they it looked like a really, really good show on both ends. Um, I didn't see anything crazy, but mm-hmm. that could have just been because I haven't looked deep enough or something like that, but it looked like they were some pretty good shows. It just yeah. gets me even more excited for Tinley now. Yeah. The only thing, I mean, I really haven't been, ta- it's funny. I've, I've been kind of like not in paying attention to Facebook at all. And then right. today I sort of took a peek and of course somebody was talking about the overproduction of carpets and I'm like, man, yeah, I sure I didn't miss that. this like, nonsense. <laughs> Oh man! Why are we doing this again? Yeah. Oh. Some things never change, huh? Okay, fair enough. No, <laughs> no, and the no. thread was hilarious because they went back and they found some post that guy had put about can somebody please take these effing ball pythons? And it's like, well, clearly you just have this. It was it deteriorated into like 
hell. It, within four or five posts, it went from maybe a good discussion to where it usually goes with this kind of topic of yeah. just no good. It, no, no, no gain whatsoever, and we end back with the same freaking answer we always get. Are there too many carpets being produced? Probably. Do we still end up selling them all and finding homes for them? Yeah, for the most part. Should you breed the same damn pair six years in a row and then expect them to sell out like they did the first year? No. Why would you do that? That is stupid. So, yeah, I mean, duh. That's where we're at. Yeah. I I do have a funny story before uh, we get um, Matt on here. um, So today I had had cable installed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know where you know where this story's going, right? I do because I had okay. to deal with it when I got it installed. <laughs> yeah, but um, so the the guy, my my wife was here today when I was at work, and I'm coming home from work, and the guy comes and he, he's in the house, and you know he's he's upstairs hooking up the TV and whatnot, and downstairs in the uh, in like what I would call the my office um, is. Uh, uh, where the computer and stuff is going to be. So he had to go down there. Well, apparently they didn't have a wire for that run into this room. So it had to come from right. the box, which is in the garage. Now in between the garage and my office is the snake room. So I have my, I have my diamond pythons here in the office, right? So they're over there right. in the cages. So the guy comes in and he's looking, he's like, Oh man, that's pretty cool. You got some, some snakes there. Wow. They're really cool. What are they? Apparently he had, he had a ball python, and um, always yeah, I was like, oh, they're diamond pythons. He's like, oh, what the heck? what are diamond pythons? You know, so I start telling him, you know, Cadillac uh, of python, bitch. Yeah, I mean, I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, that's really cool. And then it yeah. turns out that, like I said, he has to run this wire. So he's like, oh, can I cut through here? And I'm like, uh, I'm about to tell him, <laughs> no. And I was like. Okay, what the hell? So he opens up the door and he's like, "Holy shit!" There we go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that's about the reaction I was looking for." Yeah, was like, normal, oh, my, uh, oh my god, man, this is so awesome! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's making friends with the cable guy today uh, over snake. Good job, though. So. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. It could have went totally the opposite way, man. It could have yeah, went I really, really did. bad. I never get the guy that's cool. They always wander in and go, whoa, man, no. And then it's like, is this legal? And I go, ah, I'm on a pit. I'm like, yeah, I got the breeding license. It's all fine. By the way, the cable box is over here if you want to get back to your job. You yeah, know, right? just, I never get the nice ones. I always get the ones that are like one step away from animal control. So. Yeah, but uh, that was cool, man. So um, I don't know. That's what I got going on. That's been my life for the past three weeks. Um, just moving and almost done. Yeah, and almost done. At the end of the light at the end of the tunnel, man. Light at the end of the tunnel, and then I'll be back into the swing of things. So, um, I don't know. Cool. Uh, let's get let's let's get Matt on here and let's get this going. Hey, Matt. Welcome back. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Yeah, I guess it's been pretty good. I guess it's been not that long. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember either. We figured we'd have you on the week after the Eagles beat the Steelers. That would be only You son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my 
five freaking it's, it's, seconds, and it didn't even come to mind, okay? Yeah, it's definitely a good time to have me on. How was that Sunday afternoon, Owen? It was really pissing me off is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a happy how, how day. Was, how was Jim? How was Jim from Morgantown? As bad as as bad as I was, he was ten times worse because Penn State lost to Michigan too. So he was just having a bad weekend. So (laughs) yeah, it was a Uh, a good weekend for me. Cool. Well, that's good. Glad you're happy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. Um, So. I don't know. Where do you want to start? I thought, uh, you know, like I sent you, I thought maybe we talk about your Ocelot project, uh, you know, your your marble projects. Um, sure. Yeah. Wherever you guys want to start, you tell me where to go, and I'll, I'll jump into the Ocelot. Not, yeah, let's yeah, talk not, about yeah, the Ocelot. Confusing. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, yeah, this, this year I got a lot further than other years with the Ocelot project. The, the first year of it was 2012, which is the, the first time you guys had me on. And um, it was the out of nowhere kind of thing. I, I didn't really know if that was going to happen, and it happened. So uh, I was kind of shocked. But when I, you know, obviously showed it to breeders that I know, and everybody said, you know, everybody basically said, yeah, you got something there. You, you got to name it and, and see where it goes and, and keep track of everything. And, of course, I did because it was awesome looking, and I love Borneo. So I, it was a it was a no-brainer. It wasn't like I was going to uh, sell the whole project or anything. So um, every year, I guess it's going a bit further. There was one year where it kind of like um, just a little bit happened. I, it was, I think it was the first year I moved. I didn't, I didn't have a big production year, but I still had some ideas because I did get a clutch of them to go. But uh, this year was the first year I bred a visual ocelot, so that was pretty cool. And I actually bred it to what I consider another low-level visual ocelot, and I got um, – a lot of ocelots out of it. Let's put it that way. White walls and, and uh, the white wall ocelot is what I call another, like I would say, extreme gene that comes out of there, which is, um, I, I guess some people would say it's just as cool. I think it's just as cool. And I do have one that's really extreme from a few years back that I think is like insane. I haven't been able to, to repeat that, but um, hopefully this year I'll be breeding the visual ocelot male to that really extreme white wall ocelot female. So we'll, I, I'm really hoping to see what ha- that happens and if it if it goes through, we'll see. So That'd be cool. what's what's the difference between like the ocelot and say the white wall as far as like uh, the pattern or color goes? Well, what happens? here's what I kind here's what I'm kind of gathering from it. Um, you guys kind of have an idea what, or, you know, if anyone's listening has an idea what super stripes look like for Borneos. It's a basically like a tri-striped animal, clean side, not, you know, it's um, just really clean looking. It's got the three looking stripes. To, it's got the stripe down the dorsal, the two stripes following it. The sides are almost perfectly clean where a genetic stripe can have a full dorsal or a broken up stripe, kind of have the, the twin stripes going along the side of the dorsal, but have some pattern on the side, you know, some breaks and, and whatnot. So what, what I'm thinking is going on is, as I'm thinking the oscillate gene is an extreme version of, of super stripe and genetic stripe where it like widens everything else. So when I get a white wall, I think it's a super stripe that's really just widened out. The belly pattern comes all the way up and it's uh, the belly pattern is generally white and it rides all the way up, giving it a, a white wall tire look to it and still has the stripes. And sometimes the stripe pattern 
really widens out, so it makes really thin lines around the side, where just sometimes the belly comes a little bit up. Where the oslet, even though I think most people would agree that's the cooler look, uh-huh. is what I would say is the genetic straight version, because it has all the breaks given all the little holes and, and, and whatnot going through there, and really makes almost a solid pattern at the end all the way through, because all the breaks in a genetic stripe. That's kind of how I feel it works, I'm guessing, and what, when, when it comes to the oslet gene, most of the offspring that's not oslet or white wall, I'm lucky enough to get super stripes and genetic stripes. I really ever, I, I don't think I've ever seen it normal. I see like maybe like a weak looking genetic stripe, but everything's super stripe and genetic stripe. And I would say I get just as many super stripes, if not more genetic stripes. I mean, just as many, uh, just as much super stripes as I do genetic stripes in there. So it's weird how it translates over into oslet and white wall oslet. I'm not really you know, I, I don't know how many of the numbers go or, or anything like that. I'm getting all tongue tied. Sorry, word. Yeah. Yeah, I'm posting up a picture from uh, from your Facebook and sharing it over there so people can check out <clears throat> the difference between the two. Um, okay. Yeah, I was okay. like, we're talking. I was I was actually grabbing a bunch of pictures. When I get a chance, I plug my headphones in and maybe put them on the uh, the a message board or whatever. See if okay. I can yeah. throw them up there. Two things at once would be very difficult for me, as you can see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no worries. It's difficult actually, for me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually sitting in my car out front because my house has no carpets. It's all hardwood, and my two-year-old daughter's sleeping. And every uh, time I did the show in the house, there's just no. I did it from the deck last time, but my daughter's room's right above. So the only place I could probably go is my garage, which. Smells like cedars, and or my basement, uh, or the reptile room, which is 81 degrees, and I'm not sitting in an 81 degree room for two, yeah. two to three hours when I don't got it. So I'm right. in my car with the window down. So, uh, <laughs> so cool. The next time we hear will be the police officer that's been called because there's yeah. a guy sitting in his car <laughs> randomly out in front of. The, yeah. All right. Well, it's, that'll be fun. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I guess. I guess the next question would be like, where is the where where do you plan on taking the project? I mean, what more can you do? Yeah, what's with, next? Uh, well, well, when it comes to Borneo's, the, the cool thing about it is, um, I'm going to take it to where uh, where ghosts have been. Ghost Borneo's, they've been around for uh, Keith can answer how long because it's Keith's project, but it's been around a long time. So is Ultra Bright, and so is Latte Borneo's, but. Uh, I, I followed Dolce Brights back in the forum days, but I never really owned that many. But I have seen them progress into nicer and nicer animals. But I'm going to go off the ghost. When he came out with the ghost, every single year, he would just top the looks. And there were so many different looks, shades of color, to the point where it was like three, four years. I'm like, he can't go any further than this. I mean, there's just <laughs> so many different looks, right. so many different shades of color. And every year I was blown away by a look. And it wasn't just him. Other people that were were buying into the project were also hatching like trophy animals and, and one of a kind things to where I was even hatching stuff where Keith was scratching his head from ghosts I bought off of him. Like, man, I don't even know if I've ever seen that look. I don't know what you would call that. So I'm just thinking even, even this year, every year I seem to get a different kind of uh, a, a little bit of a different look, a little bit of a different shade, not as extreme as the ghost. I think he's plugged a lot more in. I'm kind of working. The only thing I plugged in far in, from the oslet gene is, is more super stripe gene, which this year I plan on kind of, and, and ghost gene, um, which looks a little bit different. 
I, I'm trying to achieve a look that uh, this, this guy Trevor did one breeding with original oslets. The, the, the sibs that came from uh, the original oslets that I have, they were from the same people. I watched them get bought. They changed hands a million times. Well, he crossed his, he crossed one of his genetic stripe looking oslet gene animals into like a blue ghost, almost identical to the look that I have for blue ghost and uh, oslet gene. And his clutch was like ridiculous. There was this uh, Chris Kopecky owned one that's called uh, he called it Froth. It's just okay. it's so white. It got these little black dots. It's got such crazy orange, and, that, and it, the whole clutch just came out insane. I actually own a male from that clutch. He's kind of a, a lower grade male. He doesn't have the bright colors, but he has the pattern, and hopefully he holds the genetics. And hopefully I'll be breeding him this year to something. He bred he bred the last two years. I actually brought him to a uh, to a ultra latte, which that would have been cool because that would have been ultra latte ghost and acid all in one gene. But the the girl slugged out, and then. Um, the other Damn. girl I bred her to, yeah, the other girl I bred her to last year also slugged out. So that was two years ago, the first one I talked about. So, it, yeah, kind of no luck with him. I don't know if it's him or the girls or I, I don't know what's going on. But but like I was saying, Keith just stepped it up a notch every time, and everybody else took the project and stepped it up. So hopefully just continuing down the line, kind of, yeah, I, I, I selectively – grab different looking different looks of the of the sibs from from different clutches and and plug it in to hopefully achieve certain looks that i i i want to you know get out of it but um it's just been all over the place but everything has been great coming out i can't complain about one animal and somehow marble slash granite is ending up in there i'm, I'm coming out with animals with granite sides or marble sides and as far as i know there's no marble or granite into them genetics not that i have and, and not from the people that i got them from at least, at least that's what they told me from what they know right cool yeah. um <clears throat> i'm gonna do you have any pictures of uh what you consider a granite with uh, what you're talking about the, uh, the marble side yeah i'll, I'll, I'll yeah. try to snag them let me put on let me go speaker and talk and then i'll <laughs> i'll shop around <laughs> on my facebook and throw them up Okay. All right. Yes. Ask away why I look for these, whatever you got to (laughs) ask. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm trying to see. Uh, I remember, like, when we were over there and sexing them, there was, like, I don't know, man. I guess that's the the good thing about Borneos and the the bad thing about Borneos. And I think Bill was asking, you know, like – talk about genetics 101 uh <laughs> for borneos but it's like there's so many different looks um just in like one clutch that you would see it's just it's it's mm-hmm. insane um the variability uh that you get and it's still just i mean i have a hard time like when you i hear you say it a couple times like there's no normals like they don't even exist anymore and it's like well <laughs> i don't know it's hard for me to comprehend that you know because they some look not normal, I guess. But to me, I guess mm-hmm. that's like I I can't picture what a normal looks like. Maybe that's my problem. But um, well, I don't even know what I'm asking. But actually, a normal. Yeah, yeah I don't know either. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I I don't really. Uh, hold on. Let me let me post them to you because I don't see the group. I don't know why I don't see the group. So I'm gonna throw them up on our chat. Uh, yeah, I don't really get many normals, which is a good thing. I guess kind of a bad thing. I would like to get some normals. Um, 
because I think they're neat looking. I would like to see how they come out with all this stuff. Oh, there you go. Did right. You, there's the chat. All right, let me throw them up it. there real quick. Yeah, and that's that's a white okay. wall. So that's a white wall. Hold on. All right. <clears throat> All right, I just sent four. Now let me get off speakerphone so I can. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Um, yeah. So I yeah. So I don't get many normals. I get a lot of uh, you know. I guess I would call them lower lower genetic stripes, which I can price for for you know in the in the one seventy five to two fifty range. But um, yeah, I guess I, I plug so many stripes, ghost, oscillates, marbles into stuff that I really don't see normals anymore. But you generally don't see normals around the hobby anymore. Um, I would say ultra ultra bright offspring. They're, they're normal looking, but I mean they're they're het for something. And you know, lattes, okay. a little bit of them that remain. You get some normal looking offspring, and even even ghost to an extent. That's the one cool thing I, I really think asset lines up with the ghost ultras and latte. I think it's all pretty much the same gene taken in a different direction, but where mm-hmm. I really like my gene, not just because it's, it's my gene, I guess, but um, <laughs> you get all your offspring is super stripes and genetic stripes. And then you get crazy stuff where you can say every once in a while, you get like a leopard stripe or the things I just posted that are just wacky with marbling and, and stripes. Um, genetic stripes and super stripe lines have been known to throw that as well. This random marbling or granite, that does pop up and and it does, you know, it, it does carry on, but it's just uncontrollable. I've had clutches, you know, I've done the same uh, pairing and gotten mm-hmm. none of that. And then the next year I'll do the same pairing and I'll get four or five of them animals. So it's just no rhyme or reason for why that happens. It's just like an, an extra bonus, but it also makes it confusing when I sell marbles with them. Cause we'll go, why, right. are, why didn't you label this a marble? Cause I'll say, well, it's really not. Cause I don't know if it's going to reproduce next time. So mm-hmm. people look at me sideways and, you know, just <laughs> when you explain <laughs> Borneo, just trying to explain Borneo genetics out of show to someone who has no clue. They right. either, like I said, mm-hmm. either eat it up and they say, this sounds awesome. This is an extra bonus. Or they just look at you sideways and walk away like that guy's nuts. Um, I'm going to go stick with something that has simple recessive and, and you know, <laughs> something easy. Breathe this with yeah, this so, and call that. Yeah. 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 When, when really it's not, it's not a bad thing. You can't really understand some of it, but you will get cool stuff. It's very rare when you're using mm-hmm. certain genetics or any kind of good genetics, which is mostly anyone that's breeding Borneos has, you know, they work on their genetics a lot. Um, you're going to get cool stuff. <laughs> it's almost impossible not to get cool stuff anymore. If you, if you're buying captive bred off someone who's, who's breeding Borneos for a couple of years, you, you're going to get cool stuff when you, uh, when it comes time for breeding season. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I I think that's what makes it cool. I mean, you know, when you get that kind yeah, of craziness. Yeah. I'm glad you've been, cause you're, you're like an outsider. So I'm glad you're there to, when I ask you to help me sex the animals, you know, hold them and, and, and get bit while I just, you know, do the easy part. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You get to, you get yeah. to see the variation. I mean, you even say like, Holy crap, I can't believe that's one clutch. Look how different everything looks. And, that's what I said. That's why I like to post. I always try to post a, a full clutch picture uh, from when they first come out. Because uh-huh. you just see the variation in it. You're like, I just can't believe that's all one clutch. You know, you got five in that... one shade, three in another shade. It's it's really, it's the most fun you're going to have. Does that make it hard to pick a holdback if you take a picture of the whole clutch and you see like hey. four or five that would fit in – it's a really cool prize you got going, but only one or two you got room for. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm I'm a holdback monster. Um, this year, oh, this year was a huge year. Okay. I, I, 
I, I've read I've read too many and got too mm-hmm. many. Um, but the cool thing is, like, if anyone out there is like, oh, man, I can't believe you made I think I made it. I definitely made it over 100. But um, I think I have – and, and I'm going to – it's nothing I can really let go of. I think I have over 25 holdbacks this year. So I, wow. I really, you know, yeah. Um, but it, it does change the first couple of weeks. You should see how crazy it is. I mean, I'll go with, like, oh, these four definitely holdbacks. Well, I'll drop two off there. Like, I didn't even really notice these two because after a few days, they really change colors sometimes. And it's, I don't know, you just start looking at them and noticing different things. You're like, I can't believe I wasn't going to hold this one back. I got to hold this one back. <laughs> <laughs> and before you know it, I don't even I don't suck them for a while, which kind of helps me and hurts me, I guess, because I'll be like, all right, well, out of this clutch of 18, I'm holding back these seven. And then it'll be like right. 6.1. I'm like, well, shit, now I got oh, to flip it. something around. <laughs> so I guess it makes it a little easier to part with some cool stuff so other people can get it. But at the same time, I'm always male heavy. I, I, I have way more males than females. I, it's, I'm just always male heavy. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I, I um, you know, it's uh, I, I look at that as like it's uh, it's an awesome experience because it's one thing to look at pictures on on the computer or on your phone or whatever, and it's totally different when you see them in person. And you know, I, you know, every time we would open up a tub, it was just like I didn't mind getting bit because <laughs> I'm just looking at this <laughs> awesome snake. You know, it's just like oh, okay, cool. You know, um, but uh, no, it's incredible stuff now these this granite stuff uh well it's not granite um but yeah, like I, well i don't i don't know what it is i i breathe, i do marbles there's marbles and granite i i don't oh, yeah, work with right. granite marble i just don't have any yeah well no no mm-hmm. I, but i i call them marble slash granite sides with the striped stuff because i don't know what it is personally i always think marbles and granites are the same thing but obviously it's two separate lines somebody worked on. So I, I'm, I'm not like, you know, I, I've seen granites that look identical to marbles that I've produced. And, you know, it used to be granites. People thought granites were the, were the incomplete dominant one and, and marbles were kind of the recessive one. But every marble I've ever had, which I got it directly from a guy named Mike Kostakos, who worked with it forever, who directly worked with it with Keith and Cheek. And then, and then I, I also think, um, who was the third guy? He was a, Steve Steve Rousis, or Steve Rousis, I don't remember how to say his name. And he's still involved, I think, with a uh-huh. lot of ball python stuff. But he was years ago. Then we were really working on it, and that was original marble stuff. And that's where my stock came from. And they even told me it worked a little bit like recessive. And people that got Mike Sacco's line had it work like recessive, but I've never had it work that way. Everything I've ever plugged into marble, whether it was normal, striped, of course, marble to marble, I've always got pretty much all marbles, more than 50%, and even the ones that I think aren't marbles, you could kind of argue and say, that looks kind of marbled by the sides, but just really low grade. So I don't know if I got lucky or, or whatever, <laughs> or but uh, I've always, yeah, my, yeah. my marbles always worked well like that. So, that's But, yeah, cool. that's, that's the way they used to tell. I used to see, back when they would do the marble granite thing, I used to think granite was not nearly as extreme as marble. It was like a little bit of speckling on a si- on the side of an animal that was still like that brownish orange. I, where marble mm-hmm. has that white background where it looks like static. So the first granites I ever seen when I was coming up were they were just speckled on the on just the regular color on the animal. That's what I used to think was distinctively different. But as I got old, you know, as I was coming up, it was just like, well, that marble, that that guy's calling that granite 
when it looks like a marble, and then people would just say, well, it came from this line, and that's granite, so I don't know where it got crossed out or, or whatever, but I think it's pretty much the same gene. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm just flipping through. Uh, Bill Keith, had a question. Uh, Keith, what? Keith just posted something about how um, he said no backwards marbles are Kodam. So I guess you're right, Matt. I yeah, well, that, that, that's what. I, well, well, there's a there was a guy who was close to to my to my friend Mike Stockers who who yeah. literally bought stuff next to me. He was another breeder. Um, he, he used to have a table there, and he was always so pissed off. But he's like, "Dude, look at all the marbles you got! I bought stuff right next to you from Mike, and I'm not getting any marbles." Like, and he would show me the offspring, and they were normal. But I don't know what happened there. So I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but like I said, I've always. And people that have uh, used my marbles to to make their offspring, they sent me pictures and they've gotten marbles first shot. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, when you're talking about, oh shit, I just put, I, I put it in the chat as granite. I keep doing that, man. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, you, marble, um, you need to marble. Marble. Yeah. Um, yeah. That extreme it, it, it one. Someone posts up a marble from mine and goes, "Look at this granite Don't I got worry. from that Minnesota. That's a marble." You know, <laughs> Don't worry. I, so. have yet, I have yet to confuse Bloods with Borneos yet this show. So uh, um, I'm not even getting started with you, Owen. You just I, 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 I've been keeping Matt's going I've to bring his quiet. to an albino, and he's going to have an albino. I was going to ask that, but I didn't. So. I would be, I would be. I'd be burned at the stake for that if I did that, which I don't want to do that, and I would, you know, it would just be chaos in, in the short tail world. No team, no team egg albino ocelots. I mean, no, no, there, there, no there good. are supposed right. there are albino Borneos supposedly T positives that are, are floating around. People still are, are like holding judgment whether they're really Borneos or not. I've seen them. I'm just they're, they're neat. I'm glad they're around. I just don't think they're not blowing me away yet. And they've been, you know, they've already been produced by uh, Tim Mead. Got a hold of a few from the wild, mm-hmm. and he he produced a few that um oh, I can't remember the guy's name. I, I don't even know if he want. I don't think he said his name, but I honestly can't remember his name. Sorry. But he he grabbed a group off them, and and they're neat looking. I want to see how they grow because they're the first captive red ones and what they look like. And obviously they're just kind they're normals right now and crossing them into marbles and super stripes. Maybe they'll maybe they'll look a lot different. But from the pale color they have, they look sort of like a um they look like a a caramel albino Sumatran uh short tail. Which are really, really okay. pale looking the the orange head ones. They look like right. that slightly dip that that's what the big confusing is. That's what the big confusion is, if that's a real Borneo or not. That it looks just like them people are saying, but uh, you know, I've never been up close to them. I have no reason to think that they're not Borneo. But some mm-hmm. people have said I've seen them. I don't. I don't know. And you know, it's always craziness with the new mutation, especially with short tail comes in because people these things are so confused and so crossed and and muddying up the waters that people are always you know hesitant for to jump on something. Is it like? I mean, do you guys do? Um... Like sort of uh, well in the carpet python world we're all whores and we just breed everything with everything. <laughs> <laughs> we just whore the that's shit that, out of everything. That's true, <laughs> you guys are whores. <laughs> you uh, 
short tail guys have a little more, um, you know, patience and, uh, you know, restraint in trying to, uh, make nice snakes. But, um, is, is that, do you guys, do people ask for lineage and stuff when it comes to that? You know, yeah, stuff? you know, early on, I wasn't crazy about it. And I've always kept up with my animals. Like, not like, a, I never do a lineage layout and stuff like that, but I was on uh, iHerp and I was starting to really get everything down all my clutches and I, and I have all my information, but now I wish we would have always did it, especially when it comes to Borneos, because I think we would have a better understanding of stuff, but yeah, people always ask to see the parents. If you ever see my stuff, I always, with my Facebook stuff, I'll post the whole group, and then I'll post the parents at the end of the clutch, you know, and I'll explain what they are. I'm always up front on my information. I, I, I think it's cool to see that. I, I mean, everybody's pretty open, and, and everybody that I know that really cares wants to see the parents and know where they came from. And like I said, I have everything down to if I produced it, what made them and, and even things that I've gotten, you know, I have what their parents look like and where they came from. It's all, it's all on my computer or, you know, I have to find it sometimes, but yeah, I have all that information for anything that I could find, you know, some things I, I couldn't trace back or get a hold of for my early days, just buying stuff. You know, sometimes you're just buying off tables of people that took it off other people, wholesalers. So you're never going to find out the information. Right. But, yeah. But the problem, everybody really hates hybrids. In short tails, because number one, it usually is an ugly snake. Number mm-hmm. two, that just everything <laughs> it stinks. The one I'm into the most, which is Borneo, almost everything you can cross turns out looking sort of like a Borneo for the most part. So everyone always thinks they got a Borneo, and it turns it like you know if someone's like, I don't know what this is, kind of looks like a Borneo. What do you guys think? And it could be a Borneo crossed into a Sumatran. Uh, short tail, it could be a Borneo crossed into a Brongrismai, it could be a Bron crossed into a Sumatran short tail, and it still turns out brown a lot of times. You know, it's 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 just difficult. And I more people are doing it on accident because the information, we're really, as a group, trying to spread the information, and people, even as nice as you can be, saying, you know, that's not what you, you don't want to cross things, that's a, that's a hybrid. People still get bent of shape like you're yelling at them or trying to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's really, yeah, it's really confusing. And, and like I said, sometimes it happens on accident. You know, someone wants to buy something, it looks one way, they don't have that much knowledge, and they buy it as, you know, a Borneo, or like a, they'll say, like, oh, it's, it's, it was sold to me as a chocolate red blood, and it's, it's just brown, and you can tell that it's a cross. You know, it just has that pattern, it has that color, and that look. So right. It's, uh, yeah, it, it becomes very messy. And then, you know, there are people that are real hardcore when someone posts up their hybrid and they don't know about it. You have your people just going, oh, it's a mutt, you know, throw it out. And then they, I can see where they take that in a bad way. You know, they're just posting their snake that they think is cool. And people are going, that's, that's cobra food, you know, get it out of here. When you know, And then people usually come on and say, the reason they're saying it's cobra food is this. And then, you know, it's 50-50 if the guy gets it or not. You know, they're either like, well, I think it's beautiful. And then every person that has one snake agrees with the guy saying it's beautiful and gorgeous. And I don't know what these people are talking about. And then it's a big war. So mm-hmm. I, I know you guys that, know that because that sounds I, bounce around, I bounce around on carpet forums and I get to see a little bit of that. You guys have more drama than we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are a little bit dramatic, yeah. that's for sure. We're, we're, you guys are, you guys are definitely a bit bigger than we are with uh, numbers, obviously. So that's going to bring in more drama. But we we get our fair fair share of drama from from that 
you know, hybrid stuff and people not understanding. And then the new guy who just gets this idea, I know how to make that morph by you take, you know, uh, you take a Sumatran short tail and cross it to a Bronger's mind. That's what it looks like. And they think, you know, they think that's how we're making the mutations. They're guessing. And then right. when you tell them, no, this is where it came from. They go, no, I, I don't, I don't think so. I'm going to make that, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. We're telling you the truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, and even, like I said, it, it's at the point where even if you were upfront about it, you know, you're, you're doing this, this hybrid to see what it looks like. Cause I think it would be neat. It's, it's just so far past that people don't care because they're afraid you're going to release it and they just don't trust other people. It, it used to be that if you're upfront about it, I think years and years and years ago, it used to be if you're upfront about it and you're selling it for what it is, cool. But because of the, the numbers and the people and the dishonesty, no one even wants them around because you could, you could sell it for exactly what it is. Explain that it's a hybrid, explain people don't like it. And you're liable to have the next guy turn around and sell it for what it looks like the closest to get the most money or just because it's an easier sell. You just never know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, I, I would say, I guess that's one of the problems that you do see. Um, you do see that today. I mean, a, a lot of carpet people in the early days were preaching about, you know, crosses and, what happens and it happens all the time. It must be the one post that everybody hates to see. It's like, what is this? Yeah. Is this a, is this an IJ? <laughs> it's like, Oh man. Well, I, I love it. Cause it's, we, it's almost like the community is trained now where the generic answer is you don't know until you talk to a breeder. So you get four or five answers of you'll never know until you talk to the breeder. And then you have one guy who comes out of nowhere who goes, IJ. And it's a guy, Damn it! It's like we almost had it to a point where <laughs> nothing was going to happen here, and now we have to do this. And then the thread lives on for another four days as people go Diamond IJ, IJ Diamond Jungle Darwin. Yeah. Uh, so well, well, I'm going to well, start posting thing... Imbricata on each one of those <laughs> things. Just jump in and be like Imbricata. Yeah. The, 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 sho- the shocking thing, like I can understand when someone just picks it up from a pet store or picks it up at a show, you know, impulse buy because they want it, and then they post it and they yeah. made a mistake because they didn't do their research. But now you see people jump on the Facebook forum and they'll ask, where do I get, you know, a red blood? Where do I get, you know, I just want a normal red blood or I want whatever kind of red blood. We're a Borneo or a Sumatran short tail. And people will give them a list of options and you'll see the breeders. I've been part of it too where you're, you're sending these people pictures and, you know, there's we're not asking outrageous prices. The prices are, you know, even for our captive bred animals that are, you know, we collectively breed, they might be a little bit more money, but we even tell you, you know, we're going to give you the info. We're going to help you out. Right. And you'll still see that person after a week of looking at everybody's thing, probably asking 10 of us breeders questions. They'll go to Sunset Reptiles or, you know, John, oh. you know, uh, you know, what's the other? Underground Reptiles. Look at this one that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> and it's scrawny, and then and I see, I've seen, I think it was that exact thing. There was a there was a girl asking about stuff. Everybody was giving her info, throwing animals up there for a decent price, and she may have saved twenty five bucks. But for some reason, I think she went an underground first, and she was like stuck on that. Then she bought it, and it was like it looks like it never ate a meal. And I think it like you know it it dropped in a week. <laughs> right. And, she, and yeah. then wow. like, you know she's like shrubbing her shoulders and. 
and they're not really good. They're not going to help you out. You know, it's a wholesale place. That's that you get what you pay for. You know, they're just going to be like, well, that happened. Right. So, Here, yeah. Here's here's another. Here's a, yeah. Here's <laughs> a new one. If you're lucky. That would have and and that was just one example. And there, there is it, it's getting better, but I still see that example. They'll come on. They'll talk to people, and I just can't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand. It must be about saving twenty five, maybe fifty bucks at that. To get like an iffy animal, I, I get, I'm just, and it's not like they get it from the the wholesaler, and it's a, it's a, you know, a, a mutation or something. It's still a normal, <laughs> so I, I, I yeah. don't understand it. Yeah. My favorite is save the twenty five dollars. He was like, I gotta buy food for it. I'm like, well, you couldn't afford food for the animal you were about to buy. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah. So, talk a little bit about your. Um, your crazy marble. Uh, I mean, what 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 do you hope to do with that? Just make more like that crazy looking one. I, I shared it over in the uh, in the group. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm basically, I basically just call that an extreme marble. I just that's that's I, I called it, and uh, I repeated the breeding this year, the pairing, I should say. Um, uh-huh. And I definitely got animals. You know, last year when I when I made that one, a lot of the animals came out. Nothing came out like that, but they do come out really different, like a little bit different looking. I guess they would all be more on the extreme side, nothing like that, mm-hmm. though. And this year, I definitely got close, but not quite that. So there was a lot of people. It's funny because I posted it up, and I had a bunch of people hounding me for it. And, you know, I don't know what they thought. I, I, I posted the initial pictures up, but I didn't put prices on it. And I had a lot of people asking me. So when I posted it, I said, you know, before everybody, you know, jumps all over this, I do have a list, but I my, my daughter plays with my phone, and I keep my list, and she must have hit my notes and knocked out, like, three of my notes, just deleted a bunch of them. <laughs> so, yeah, it really sucks, <laughs> because I, I, yeah, I, keep, I keep a lot of different snake notes for, like, you know, breeding, like, what I want to breed, uh, what uh, payment plans, stuff like that, and she happened to knock out, like, a, a marble list and, um, and like, a, uh, an offlet list, but the offlet list was, was old anyway. But she knocked them out, so I was like, crap, now I'm going to have to sit like hunt through PM. So after I posted them, I said, if you PM me, I'll see that we have the conversation, and I'll know. And, and I posted them, and, I, you know, the only person, Josh, that, that was on last week from uh, from Nerd, he was on them mm-hmm. from day one, and, and he picked up a pair <laughs> right away. So he, he followed through, cause, and he got the first, you know, the first pick. Cool. So, yeah, but um, they came out really cool. Uh I like them a lot. I, I definitely held back. Uh, would I hold back three, maybe four? I held back three Jeez. as a possible fourth. I'm holding back. So um, by the time you get the ones that are available, they're still really cool. But I of course kept the the craziest stuff. Well, yeah, that's what, that's why we do this. Mm, so. Yeah, that's that's what yeah that's what it's about. And and the the extreme marble from 2015 is a male, and I I definitely held back. I think two to possibly three males. I mean two to possibly three females. So that'll be good. No, nice. awesome. I think I found the picture of um, the whole clutch, uh, the hatched out that you're talking about. Um, yeah. I, well, here I'll go back on speaker. And I'll throw some up. That's easy because it's in an album. So. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, I'll throw them. Uh, so, is the idea for those things, Matt, to just try to make more and more extreme marble, and then see where that goes from there, or? Is it to cross into some other projects? 
Uh, a little bit of both, but I'm trying to go more and more extreme to, to reproduce the, the one from 2015 and even possibly get it more extreme, you know, see, see where I can take it. Nice. Yeah, that that, that would be the, the main goal. I'll throw That's I found a, a couple of clutch. Throw them up. That's a sick-looking clutch. Like, this, the stripe down the back of those things really kind of just make the rest of the contrast and the craziness on the sides just like kind of, like, pop. So, they're killer. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I definitely love these guys, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm sending, like, 11 pictures, so I took the other night. Let's see if it's going Hold through. tight. Yeah. <laughs> cool. There's some from it. All right. I'll leave, yeah, I'll so leave the I, short tails and stuff up to you guys. That's, that's <laughs> all your guys' bread and butter. I mean, that all that all just came from selectively breeding marbles over and over. Like my marble stock is pretty old, and I haven't really. I actually just fresh marble from a good guy Jeff Valentine. He's he's not into it anymore. He still pays attention, but he had to get rid of his collection. But uh, I grabbed one off of him that isn't from. I think it may have came from like Estacos originally and rolled down the line, but it looks a little bit different. But besides that, I've been working with my own marble stock for a long time. And, and even the stuff that's not part of the extreme marbles is still really neat marbles. They have a lot of uh, genetic stripe into them and, and they just come out really cool. And I, I held one of them. I even held one of them back this year from uh, just marble to genetic stripe marble. So, cool. I'm, so how many, and it's really, how many years worth of pairings to get to this point? Uh, this was this was a while. Um, I, I don't know. It was, and and it wasn't really aiming to get that. I just always wanted to increase mm-hmm. the sides, and 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 hopefully, there was always like a little bit of broken pattern on the top where it would it would speckle. And I remember me and Lon would talk about you know really trying to get it up there, and Lon was getting closer and closer every year. And I, I remember when I hit it, Lon was like, he seemed so happy for me. And he's like, man, that's that's awesome that you did that because that's what I've always wanted it to happen and. And I think Len, I, I hope he's continuing with his granite stuff, because his granite stuff is one of the things that, that is granite that looks just like a lot of my marbles. He was, he was making, like, unbelievable stuff. I was very close to always grabbing a pair of his and then mine would hatch, and I would go, well, they look identical. I probably shouldn't buy any from him, but... <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm listening. He's I like, think, Damn it! <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think he felt the same way. He might have saw my marbles and go, "Maybe I need that," and he would hatch granite and be like, "Wait, I got that. I don't. I really don't need that." Okay. So, yeah, but um, he he believes that's the difference between granite and marbles. Where marbles will continue that, like marbles will get that extreme look. I think he he told me before. Um, don't don't quote me on it because I'm not sure if he said it. But granite, he don't think will ever get to that point. I don't know though. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so but, um, yeah, I had I had a thought, but I lost it. <laughs> oh, oh, what I was going <laughs> to say is, marbles are really cool. what I'm really liking about marbles is for a few years, like a few years ago, they kind of like completely dropped off. They were even good ones were going for you know you couldn't sell them over two fifty. They were like dropping down to the you know they never were like, since I've been in the hobby they were really never that expensive. They were um, when I first seen them they were like six hundred bucks, which that's kind of expensive, but every after that, they kind of leveled off into the, you know, 350, 250 range. But there, there were a few years back where they just nobody cared about them. Marbles are granite. Stuff was going for like 150, 175. I'm going to make like two clutches a year. It would take me a while to sell them. 
And then in the last couple of years, they've really just people have really started noticing them again because, I mean, I, I think they're awesome looking. They're, they're definitely something where I don't know how you can overlook them, especially at the price they're at. So it, it's been really cool to see them be so in demand that the prices can go up again. So it's it's, it's cool that yeah. that's still happening in the hobby today because you just you're just so used to seeing everything crash and it just stays crashed and everybody gets depressed. So it's really neat to see marbles go from basically 150 and 175 everywhere to, I mean, I'm selling them now between, you know, I think cheapest like 200 all the way up to like 500, 600 bucks. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's not all bad out there if you don't go crazy <laughs> with it and selectively breed your stuff. It's not all, all pythons and just constant <laughs> mutation over and over again. I don't want to ride Sometimes they bounce back. I mean, that's, that's the easiest case to mention when you say market crashing and everybody being depressed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this question. Like, you know, with the selective breeding part of it, you know, you're, you're, you're putting generation after generation line breeding. Um, at what point and how do you go about introducing new blood into that? Like, what's your approach? Uh, I just, <laughs> yeah, I don't, really, I don't, I don't really think about that too much. I just, if I see it and I like it, I, I throw it in there. And if I, if I feel like I'm getting too much, I'm just line breeding it too tightly. Mm-hmm. I think it's getting wacky or I feel like it's going to start getting wacky where I'm getting shorter heads or, or health problems. Then I start mm-hmm. trying to, you know, throw some new stuff in there. And, and just, like I said, if it's, what, even with oscillates, I feel like I'm I'm approaching that. Uh, I'm I'm going to do some some oscillate to oscillate stuff from SIDS this year, but I'm also I also want to plug in really for the first time marbles to oscillate stuff, even if it's not um a visual, you know, like a super stripe head oscillate to a marble, you know, stuff like that. And um, I don't know, I just I guess it's it's kind of let me not kill it. <laughs> kill the gene by, by carrying it on too long from just right. like watering it down and also not making it, you know, just making them all messed up health wise. Cause you're just going down the line too much. So gotcha. right. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if that answers your question or not, or I just answered it really oddly. No, no. I mean, I, you know, everybody has a different approach. I get it. You're, you're just not, you're not, your approach is just looking for something and you like the look and you think it might look cool with the other thing. And just, it happens to outcross, I think. Is yeah. What, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's what, ha- yeah, that's what happens usually. And then like I said, I'm very planned out on my breedings. Although this year I got to say, I haven't even thought about one yet. I, I think I'm going to have a bit of a late start, but I generally start figuring out what I want to do. And it's, it's a big process for me. I wind up moving one male here, I'm like, no, 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 we're going to cross that out and move it to this female. And, you know, it changes a lot. So, okay. Yeah. What's your process yeah. as far as that goes? I mean, do you go down and look at your snakes or do you have oh, like yeah, a Excel yeah. sheet or? <laughs> no, I, I look at them physically before reading a lot. I make sure I have a picture of every adult. And then I throw all these, I throw all the pictures in, uh, I do it all in a text message to myself. So I put okay. all the males in a row and all the females, and then I'll do another, like, then I'll start matching them up and testing them side by side, and then I'll del- if I don't like it, I'll delete the text and do it over again. So I can physically see the two next to each other, and I can then I can all write it down on paper. It's kind of odd when I do it. 
Okay. But um, that's what I do. And then I stare at that for about two weeks and decide, you know, I look at it over and over and over again. And, and I go, all right, that's the right one for that. And every once in a while, I'll, I'm, I'm going to stop doing that. Every once in a while, I have a backup. If it's a young male and I really want the female to go where I feel like I could pair something up, I'll, I'll, I'll back a few up. I'll go, well, this will be the one that will go in if something's going on. But that doesn't happen much. But I think this year I'm just going to go all one-to-one, no backup if it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, you know, that kind of thing. I'm, I think I'm getting a little bit tired of, of worrying and, and waiting to see which male I want to plug in in case. And it's always got to be drastically different because I'm always afraid, you know, you don't have to see anything and, and they have eggs. So I always try to make the other male drastically different, but I also have to really want it. I don't just throw in a male just to throw it in just to be like, oh, I can get eggs out of that girl. Right. So it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a lot to think about. And it's it's stressful, but it's fun stress, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely. Um I don't know how I don't know how people could just go down and I, I mean maybe that's fun but and I don't have nothing against it. But people just go down and just go, Yep, this male with this one <laughs> just throwing males in it. I have to think about it too much. I don't know. It's more fun you you gotta it. figure it out. You know, yeah, you yeah, you have to selectively do it. There's, it's not work. Yeah, there's there's some people that just start tossing stuff, you know, that's how they do it. They're like, All right, today's the day, I'm gonna put this male in here. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That would make me crazy. Because mm-hmm. then I, I'd be halfway through the season, and then I'd have, like, some stupid epiphany where I'm like, you know, if I put that boy in instead of that boy, I could have gotten this, this, and this. Shit. Yeah. But then it's too late, and then you're going to forget yeah. next year. So, yeah. I feel like you would. I feel like there'd be a lot of times I'm laying up in bed for an hour, blinking my eyes, and I'd run downstairs and, and, and rip some mail out. So I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> No, not you. He's like grab him and throw him out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're already locked. I would freak out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, I know you did a lot with. Um, you had a pretty good year with uh, Red Bloods as well. Um, and I think it was Bill that posted this question. What is a? Where did he put that? I think he was asking, "What is a 007? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit on some. Uh, I bred my 007 male, which a 007 is a golden eye red blood, and a matrix red blood. Matrix would be uh, pretty much het for ivory, but it's a visual. So, oh, it's you know, it, it's incomplete dominant. Matrix does a lot of weird things. Uh, you know, I'm going to use a ball python comparison. Matrix works like a yellow belly ball. It does really crazy stuff to most genes, and. Um, the super form of it is a ivory. So uh, the matrix can be like very subtle looking as on its own. Some of them are really extreme looking. They get a speckled look. They almost think of them almost as a, as a red blood marble, but a little bit different. Okay. And, uh, the original ones always had that speckling, but some of them don't come out with the speckling. They come out with like striping or just odd side patterns. Some of them you can't even, it's really difficult to tell, but no matter what it is, <laughs> When you cross it to other, when you when you mix it with other stuff, I should say I'm saying cross. I shouldn't say cross because hybrid stuff that sounds like that. But uh, when you mix it with other stuff, it really it really does a lot to the genetics. Um, you know, most golden eyes are kind of patternless as it is, but when you add matrix in there, it really gets patternless. It it, it goes it almost when it when it first came out, people thought it was a magpie, which a magpie is the super form of a golden eye, which is pretty much a all white snake with a few black dots and, and really pretty intense looking. I think you guys have talked about that team multiple times on the show with other blood people. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, so that's pretty much what the 007 gene is. That's what 007 is. It's a golden eye, uh, golden eye matrix. Yeah, I just posted the one that you have up for sale, and um, it's uh, that's a pretty sweet looking snake, man. <laughs> yeah, they they can't. I got great numbers for that. I had uh, I had eight 007s, four golden eyes, and then I got. Um, I always I got the I got the other ones across the room, so I was just, I think I got like three matrix and a couple normals out of that. It was a it was a big clutch too, for red bloods. But um, yeah, it was I was very excited to see all all them crawl out of the egg. The only problem with them is they are very tame. They came out very tame, very fat, and they were very difficult to get started feeding. And I still, even though it's been a while, they still are looking. Fine. Some there's there's two. I believe two that haven't ate at all yet. Or no, one that hasn't ate at all. One mm. that took one meal, and they still look really good. Like I'm not even in the worry stage, but I'm doing. Uh, I, like I said, a lot of them are those. The ones on Facebook that you're seeing, they're on kind of like hold it because I got a trail mm. sent the mice. <laughs> so it's oh, pretty difficult. Yeah, but now now they're plug they're plugging away. They're really going. Uh, there's like I said, there's only out of the group now. I have the one not eating, one that took like one meal, and there's two that are like every other week, and they kind of just start it. But the rest, I have three completely taking mice on their own, just regular mice. They've been going, and the rest of them are taking the quail scent like it. Like, you know, they're on their like seventh meal in the row now. So they're really getting kicked off. But for a while, I guess because it's 007 and Golden Eyes, I'm not usually that panicky, but I'm like, oh my goodness, he's got to get going. I'm like huddled over them. Like, what are you doing? Uh, I, I I go to newspaper babies. He, he, these are in moss. I'm like baby in the crap out of them. I tried. I you know I, I go I go live mice. If that doesn't work, I go live you know rat pups. If that doesn't work, I get I get uh, live rodents all from uh, SOS rodents from Sophia. So I I usually then go gerbil, which she can't do gerbils anymore, and they usually work great. So I tried African sulfur. Hamster, nothing was working. So mm. I tried quail, sent it mice. I, I just sent the mice with quail, and that that worked really well. Um, oh shit, that, that question just slipped my mind. Um, Go on now, it's yeah. over. <laughs> no, I got it. Um, okay. The uh, you got on there that it's het cherry bomb. Oh yeah. Talk a little um, bit about that. Well, yeah, because I bred the 007 with a female cherry bomb, which is a T-positive albino. Okay. The T-positive, yeah, the T-positive albinos for red bloods. Um, you just got your T-positive albino, which some can be just okay, some can be great. But within there, within them, there's cherry bomb, which I don't know who originated cherry bomb. It was more than likely VPI, but I know Tim Rash worked with that a lot, a guy named Tim Rash, and that's where – that one came from indirectly. Um, you have Tomato Bomb, which is Keith's line, which he, I don't even, he has Keith, I don't even think he named it that. Someone else was calling it that, and it just ran. So anything from Keith's albinos is a Tomato Bomb because it has like a distinct look. And then like VPI has a couple other looks. They have a red X look to them. So they all have, within the albinos, the T-positive albinos, they all have a different sort of look from selective breathing. So gotcha. these are all, you know, 100% head for T-positive, but I'm going to put Cherry Bomb because they were from a Cherry Bomb. Okay. For some reason, I thought Cherry Bomb was um, more like a selective breeding for just intense red, but I learned no, something. No, no. 
No, not that. Yeah. I think I learned. I think I heard that way. I was going to say Karen and Ryan have a lot of lines. I don't think anything sounds like Cherry Bomb. They have like Manic Panic, Mm -hmm. and and they name all their stuff. So it's Raspberry. They do all the really, really nice, selectively bred, just red bloods, you know, just straight up red bloods. And, um, I don't think there's a bomb. I think somebody was trying to call something a manic bomb. <laughs> maybe you've seen, and that was recent. So maybe you've seen that. Was there something called a someone. tomato bomb? Tomato bomb. Yeah, that's that, that Keith's line. Tomato bomb. Okay. That's, that's, that's an albino that's line. That's a T-positive albino line. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. I think it was some early reptile radio episode that I listened to, and uh, I don't know. I probably, when they were talking pro- that yeah, in yeah, it was probably this guy, Jason. Uh, they called him Big Country. He was like the first blood episode on there. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. was him. like a split. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think uh, he, I actually think he's the one who started calling it Tomato Bomb, which it just stuck to Keith's line. Like, it was Keith's animals. He didn't produce them or anything, and I think he was. I think he may have been the one calling him Tomato Bomb, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think Keith ever called it that. They just stuck to that name. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So – how hard would it be, Matt, to get um, a line or something stuck as, like, pickleback? So, like, if you <laughs> create something, we just call it a kit pickleback, like, can we make that stick somehow to it, some it sort of be, project that you got going on? It would be difficult because I feel like if I had to make something a pickleback line, it would have to be, like, brown for whiskey and some kind of greenish yellow. And I don't really think Damn there's going to be too many – Borneo's reds or, or, or Sumatrans that are greener or, or uh, you get yellow, but you can't get green out of that. Not so right, far. We, 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 we can try. We'll, we'll figure something pickle out. Back line. I mean, or I could just yeah. call whatever I want pickle. If I ever make something, I could just Thank call you. it pickleback. Right? That's a ball pipe. Do it. They just call it whatever they want. You know, it doesn't matter. If we can have a freaking, what is it, a clown soul sucker that has, I have no idea what the hell, <laughs> is that even a thing? Like, just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, crazy. <laughs> oh, that would be good for oh. the pickleback line. Owen's just randomly spouting off things he heard but somewhere or read somewhere. Clown soul sucker. No, that 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 is that is a that is two playtime mutations. It is. Oh yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I I'm just saying, no, like he doesn't he doesn't know what it is. Together. He's just randomly spouting <laughs> it no out. Idea. Yeah, <laughs> no freaking clue. I'm telling you uh, right now, but I know that if I string enough of them together, eventually, if I Google it, a picture will appear. So it yeah. will, yeah, it will. Oh, what he doesn't God. understand. <laughs> nope. That's so true, Bill. So true. What, what he, he does. What he say? Bill said Owen mocks what he doesn't understand. <laughs> well, shut up. So, uh, what else did you do this year with your uh, with your bloods? Any other cool projects that you uh, had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I had three. Uh, what I have? Yeah, I had three clutches. I'm thinking if I had four, and it just kind of only had a few. Oh, I did have four. I just had a few babies. I had um, I had the double O seven clutch, and then I had what I think was another really cool clutch. I was waiting for. I did a pro exotic stripe red that Chris Kopecky produced, and I had for a while to a VPI stripe red that was uh, poshead albino and poshead hypo, and I got really cool. It was a really small female, but I got 11 eggs out of her. They all hatched and they all came out really cool. So they look really red. 
They got great stripes on them. I, I haven't really posted them up yet. I will be posting them this week. They also took, for whatever reason, it's not usually Reds, but they just took a long time for me to get started. And I'm still, there was a couple, my favorite one, my, my most, yeah, my, my favorite one that was my number one holdback just out of nowhere, looked fine and just dropped. He was just dead. <laughs> I was like, crap. You know, oh, so, man. Um, yeah, that stung. So um, I held back. I got three other holdbacks, which I didn't want to hold back three, but I'm like, you know, with how small the clutch was, and I might as well hold these back. I would like to repeat that breeding, probably not this year, maybe next year. Um, you know, I, I have a couple that just started off right away, and they did great, and the other ones are doing the same thing. They are quail eaters. They're, well, quail scented eaters, so soon. Some are ready to go. Some are, they need some time, but I, I just want to show them off anyway. A couple people were, have been asking me about them. So that was really neat. Um, both are really red. Both have great stripes. And then I, you know, with the, I didn't even care about the Poshet Albino, Poshet Hypo chances in there. I just uh-huh. really wanted the red stripes. Um, so that was a really neat clutch. And then I did another female I got from Chris Kopecky a while ago, which is a smoke line matrix, which is something that he produced one year, which all these matrix came out really odd looking. They had odd colors odd patterns um came out like kind of like kind of a like a tan almost like a like a yellow blood if you've ever seen them but darker they got a lot of brown to them but they got really crazy colors which is what the smoke matrix was and i i kind of uh they have a lot of weird dotted striping going on to it mine mine's really neat at the end the tail gets really wacky and i bred that to a sib of that vpi stripe Poshead albino poshead hypo. That's email. I had a male also from that same clutch, so I bred that to him. And I also got really cool stripes and really cool matrix out of that clutch. Yeah, I just shared your uh, your from your Facebook that group. Uh, you have like an album of uh, that clutch. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Wow. Nothing. Came, nothing. <clears throat> came, I talk with Chris because he knows better than I do. I don't think anything really came out smoke looking. Doesn't really have that, so I don't know if that gene can be reproduced so it's going to be kind of like a recessive type look you know i got to plug two things into it but i have some holdbacks on there of course um a couple of matrix a couple of just stripes um so i was really pleased with the way they came out some of them came out really crazy looking and i'm uh, definitely excited for I, I don't know how they're going to color up i'm i don't have that many reds so i'm really interested to see how they're going to color up as they you know as they age i think they're going to turn really really neat looking and then uh, the last clutch is just really easy. I did a matrix to matrix. Almost everything, the whole clutch died pretty much. But I got one egg that hatched. It was twin ivories. <laughs> but oh, wow. They were, twins, so they, were, they, they were twins, so they were dinky. But one one never caught on. The other one's doing pretty good. So I got one ivory out of that clutch, which is pretty neat. So That's good. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I, I got something out of it. And I need ivory. So I was ready to start maybe trying to trade people some ivories. And, and I got one, so cool <laughs> awesome <Yeah. clears throat> so what, what i mean you talked a little bit about some of the cool things that you have lined up but does anything is anything and i know you you don't really have it lined up specifically yet but is there something that you've been waiting for a long time to be able to breed this upcoming season that you think might be ready mm-hmm. that you're well, excited yeah, about i think i think the biggest thing that i'm going to try is the, the the visual oscillate now that I have to this really 
wild looking, um, really wild looking white wall. Honestly, I'll try to I'll try to post pictures of them. That that should be that would be the coolest clutch if if it happens. Now the female's old enough, but she's kind of I kept her really small, which on purpose purposely I kept her small. I'm going to try to breed them. I've been doing a lot of breeding in 41 quarts, so they'll be breeding in 41 quarts. So hopefully that happens. If the female looks ready, the male, he, he bred last year. He looks plenty ready, but um, there's other things I'd like to plug him into, but I guess I definitely would like to do that breeding. <laughs> so I'd be silly huh. to even think to take him to something else. So that would be a really cool breeding. For whatever reason, I just don't think, I just don't see it happen. I don't know why. I never feel that way. I just feel like it's just not going to go down, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what Is happens. Is your... Is your um, – I can't remember if it was male or female, but the Hamburg Steel, is that almost up oh, to that's, – uh, that's a red, yeah. Yeah. That's a red female. Yeah, that's really neat looking. Nah, she's I love that red snake. Yeah, oh, she okay. Needs, she needs some more size on her, but I definitely have some stuff that I'm – yeah, she's a really like, like nice-looking red that looks almost like a lily, like a lily red, but just really crazy looking. Yeah. That, that's 150 bucks I spent in a while. That was a real good pickup. <laughs> yeah. Speaking I, of lilies. Oh, yeah, yours. Yeah. How's my monster? She, well, because she slugged out last year, she's still kind of scrawny. She took a while to kick on. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going, yeah. she might be late. I do the reds a little later, but either way, I'm going to do, I, I am pairing up teen eggs. So I know you like teen eggs. I might have to uh, pay you back on teen eggs mm. that way. Whether you're going to oh, keep them, that, that's your choice. Yeah, just do that so you can take her and run away. You know, that <laughs> would probably do it. I'm not going to fight that, for her, that's for damn sure. That, well, yeah, ho- <laughs> well, hopefully they go. The male I got is a little on the smaller side, and the female's really big, so we'll see. That usually works out pretty good for me, though, so we'll see if that goes. Most of my red stuff is planned out already because I kind of know, and I'm going to do that 007 to a Batrix, which is a Batik Matrix. Which oh. I originally, yeah, which I really initially didn't want to do because of the, the thought of the ivory, ivory GE, because it would be crazy. But since Matt Turner produced them, and they, you kind of can tell the difference, even though yeah. you're slapping another gene in there, I'm going to go for it. Um, it. I got the I got that female off of Lon, and she's right at the age, and her size is pretty good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it happen. I don't see why not. She's been she's she's really loaded up with food. She's still plugging along really solidly. So I'm going to I'm going to go for that. See what happens there. And cool. I got also I also have a a male batik het cherry bomb that I got from a like a small private breeder. And I'm going to put that to the cherry bomb female that the 007 hit last year. She she really plugged on food. And I'm going to I'm going to go back to back with her and see if that hits so I can get some. Cherry bomb batiks. We'll see. Nice. Yeah, that's a cool gene. I like that. I I, I always like those busy <clears throat> pattern type stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, and I I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, like I said, I got all the I got all the reds kind of mapped out because I've been waiting on them. Borneo's takes a little bit longer for me. I and I'm not gonna do as many this year because I had a lot. <laughs> I had a big right. season for them, so there's no reason to. I'm gonna right. get like I think really selective. Give a lot of girls a year off. Um, so I don't really know. Oh, besides that one oslet project, I don't really know what I'm doing off offhand. But um, back to the reds, I'm doing. I have a lily albino from Matt Turner, 
that I'm, I got a lily, I got a pair of lilies just sitting there. So I'm probably going to take that lily mail and plug them into both of them. But I really want to at least get it to the lily albino straight up because he's a. I got a lily head albino pair also that I got from Keith that came directly from Matt Turner. So wow, plug them into something. So I, I got I got a big red season planned out, but I'm not I'm not as good with the reds as I am with the Borneos usually. Um, I usually strike out a lot, and I usually end up with at least one girl halfway slugging or slugging all the way out for whatever reason. I can't nail them down the way I nail Borneos down. They're just Borneos are. Uh, I just they're easier for me to to get to go and, and get good eggs out of them and, and hatch them. Hmm. Now I was going to ask you this question: Is you know because I know you work with multiple species of pythons. Um, do you find that that's difficult to manage with, uh, you know, because, you know, when we were talking to Matt Turner uh, uh, two weeks ago, he was talking about how, you know, he's just focused really on the bloods. Yeah. I I was, I was just listening to his, I listened to his for the second time, I think a couple of days ago. Um, Yeah. um, I think everything in my room can pretty much, that's kind of how I plan mine out. If if it's going to be too, like I would love to have diamonds. I would. I never thought about diamonds before until I started hanging with you guys and looking at diamonds. Like, whoa, that's those a are insane. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Right. and I could and I could put them somewhere else, but I like working all out of the snake room with my snakes. Um, so yeah, I think everything I have is pretty much geared towards that temperature and basically what I'm doing is, is kinda like what Matt's doing. If it doesn't fit in with short tails then I guess I kind of either I I, I gotta suck it up and not get it or possibly figure out to have one or two in a different room or something like that, which I haven't really came to that, you know, to, to do that yet. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, so cause, I mean, my room, you know, I got, I got, I got Borneos and I got red bloods in there. I got retics, I got chondros, which I, the chondros could probably, I mean, from what people say, be cooler, but because they're in a cage and I got radiant heat panels, I mean, and my room's pretty much 80 all the time, 80, 79, 80, 81. They, they do pretty well. I don't think there's any problems there. So uh, I got, you know, the pair of uh, Viper Boas, they seem to do really well. Uh, the South Brazilian Amarelli Boas, they like it on the cooler side. I actually have them on the bottom of a rack, just, mm-hmm. and they, they're just solid as a rock. I mean, they barely have any heat on them. Uh, um, the girl she never laid any stillborn. I think she may have had one stillborn, but she has really small letters anyway when, right. I, when I do breed her. So... She's solid. Um, the the few carpets I have, they're they're going well because they're they're coastals, so you know they're not like IJs and they're not a little finicky with the cooler temps or whatever. They need them. Right. Yeah. So I think everything, you know, everything's going well. And then ball pythons, I forgot about them. I think they could do good at any temperature these days. Oh God. Right. Sort of doing them with freezers now. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have Arctic ball pythons. They could probably breed next. Two diamond pythons, so whatever you know. They, uh, I mean, obviously, what you're telling us is that during our trip to Kinley, we got to work on your wife to allow diamond pythons in your bedroom. So, oh no, no. Well, I, I could go garage with them, but I, I'm just no. They're they're you, you kind of know my list. I want I want I'm I'm kind of uh, kind of really excited about Retex. I got a couple new snakes, and I'm getting I'm picking up two more six foot cages. Not to add too much Uh-oh. foot cages. I'm, I won't know. It's only, it's only to have four full adults. That's all it really is. I'm pulling out one four foot cage and right. adding one more. So, 
And that's all that really is. I, so I can't, I can't have that many retakes, and I don't want them. I was geared to have seven before, and I kind of had seven adults slash sub adults, and I was, it was, it was, it might have been because I was doing too much dwarf, super dwarf stuff, mm-hmm. and they're uh-huh. just kind of a pain with how much they mash their face. I, I really wasn't digging that. And when I got more mainland stuff, it definitely calmed down. But they just, they go to the bathroom too much for me, man. They are having mm-hmm. <laughs> that don't go to the bathroom all the time. And it's not like, you know, if it was, even if it was a blood or a short tail going to the bathroom all the time, you know, they really do go to the bathroom when they go. It's yeah, that insane. would suck. But if they went all, the, they time went all the time, if they went all the time, they wouldn't be that bad. Where, you know, mm-hmm. a retic going all the time that eats six pound rabbits is, you know, there, there's going to be a good amount of mess in there. Right. And they don't keep yeah. it clean. They like to swell it up in the middle, smear it on the walls. <laughs> oh, and, nice. That's nice. Yeah. yeah like yeah. When, 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 a, when a short tail or a blood generally goes, it's rare if they mess it up. They're like doing a balancing act on their ball to get away from it. They're in the far corner. It's all in one spot. When a retic goes, it's like the paper swelled up. It's a, they kick shed all over. When they shed, it's like on the ceiling. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? I, I don't understand. They go so crazy. <laughs> Right. It, they when they when my one super tiger female who's like 15 feet sheds the shed is everywhere, but I will say they always have clean sheds for some reason. And it's one snake that always seems to never like one piece, but it's always you know I never have to soak them or work any shed off. Mm-hmm. And they always shed well. Do uh, what's the projects that I mean I I kind of know what they are, but maybe you want to so, share with uh, everybody what well, the well, well well they're 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 coming. I have a I have a 50 percent dwarf. Super Tiger, that's Het Annery. That's the girl I bred last year and, and the year before. And uh-huh. I have a pl- Platinum Motley Tiger, Het Annery, Poss Het Albine. That's a lot. That's what I bred to her and got a lot of crazy retics. I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to pair them up again. There were some there were some combos I actually didn't hit, amazingly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, a, a guy, Daniel Silas, did a similar breeding, and he actually had a couple. The couple that I didn't hit were like, I was like, damn, I wish I would have hit them. They were really cool looking. So that would be the only interest in maybe pairing them back up. But she went from having 17 eggs her first year to I believe it was 34 the second time she bred. So I don't, I'm guessing this time she could be in the 40s. I don't know. You know, they keep on working their way up. I don't, I don't think I want 40 something retic eggs right now. So um, I think I might have them put out. But um, I, I'm only keeping one hold back from that clutch, which is a. Uh, Annery Super Tiger Motley, which uh, the Super Tiger Motleys are nicknamed pineapples for the most part because they have these pineapple-looking shapes on the side, and it's it's really neat looking. It's a uh-huh. female, so and it obviously is also a head albino. And then I add it, which I wanted for a while. Um, what you can't say, right? A mochino male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just a just a plain mochino male. I really. As much as I like the combinations and I want the combinations, I really like the regular retic. It's a normal retic pattern, and the Mochino, just regular, is unbelievable. So I'm really happy with that. That's just awesome. And what I have a purple golden child female to possibly go with that if I want. I kind of just bought that because it was there. I, I did a trade for it, and I've always really loved purple golden child. But what mm-hmm. I think I really want, and I'm going to be shopping at Timmy if I make money, I really want a nice purple Motley because they're just awesome. Look, I thought I wanted a Mochino Motley to breed to my Motley, but I want a purple Motley just for the slight difference. And when you breed the purple Motley to the Mochino, I'll get more 
I'll get Mokino Motley, then I'll make my decision, hopefully, and I'll get, make my decision there <laughs> whether I want to keep that or not. But I, I think I really – so I'm on the lookout. If anybody has any purple Motley, send send some pictures my way. You might get me to, you might get me to bite on one. So purple Motley is what I'm definitely looking for in female form, no males. Wow. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, a picture of them. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Well, I think all the purple mo- – uh, what, what are you talking about, the Mochinos or the purple Motleys? Purple Motley. Yeah, well, there, I, I think every purple Motley is nice, but there's certain ones that are just a step above the rest. I, I don't know if it's – I'm guessing it's from using more purple stuff and, you know, even you know, a lot of the retic breeders are, are doing some, some good selective breeding. So I see every one I like, but there's some that just stand out where I'm going, I don't want to just pull the trigger on one because there's some out there to look – really really intense so I, I definitely i'm on the lookout for them and i figure you know 10 liters a lot of retic breeders and it'd be fun to actually do some shopping at a show for once so maybe if i make some money i'll actually maybe if i make some money it's realistic that i'll find one and and uh you know maybe bring something home nice that's cool yeah, yeah. the show with josh was really cool last week i was definitely liking that show glad you guys did a retic show yeah, I was. I don't know if you heard, but what I was saying to Owen when we first started is uh, yesterday that got close to 800 listens in a day. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that, in that's a day. Awesome. In a day. That. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> Great. Now Morelia Python Radio has to do more non-Morelia episodes. Uh, don't complain. <laughs> you, you know you want more Boa episodes, dude. Don't <laughs> You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we had just gotten past all this crap. <laughs> if you gave if you gave Owen the format, it would be like here here would be the month. Boa Boa, Colubrid Boa, then some kind of uh, Nile Monitor. That's how that's how I went with it. Yeah. Hog nose. That is no Morelli in that in that lineup that you None. Have, trust me. Ever. Yeah, I changed the name of the show. So. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Red, Red Tail Radio, is that what you're going to do? Shut up, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Dominican Mountain Boa Radio, you get a lot of listeners oh, over there. God, I hate those <laughs> uh, cool. So, um, the other thing that I was going to bring up, since we've all kind of been through it, I just went through it, and um, you guys have been through it the, over the past couple of years, is moving a big collection. Um, I figured we could just have yeah. a bitch fest. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> that, that, that's, all, that's all it is. It's just a bitch yeah. fest. Yeah. Holy shit, does that suck, man. I, you know, I, 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 you guys kept telling me, you know, hey, man, this is really going to blow. And I'm thinking, this can't be that bad, you know. And you're like, nah, this is going to suck, man. And, you know, you're like, you guys are offering help and, and whatnot, and I just, I don't know. I just didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's extremely, look, I don't know about you, but I get extremely stressed if my room's a, a couple degrees off that I want it to be because the cold hit fast and I didn't prepare for it. You know, I'll, I won't get extremely stressed, but it, it's stressful enough. So then taking your collection from one place to another, brand new, in a truck, you're moving it is it's just insane. I don't know. I, I, some people probably don't struggle with that, but it's pretty stressful. <laughs> it it, it yeah. was it was 
disgustingly stressful because you're not only now I, I I we've had these conversations where you we'll all message each other when a snake goes out on the map because we're like oh god I hope the baby makes it okay which we've all shipped snakes and we all do yeah. the same thing every freaking time but we still all get nervous so now it's not just one snake anymore it's your entire effing collection that you had to either box up bag up or in Matt's case, poorly duct tape into a rack um, in order to get <laughs> yeah. in order to get it don't, to the next destination. Don't, 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 uh, I was say, don't move your snake collections with your non-snake friends. Don't do that. They will <laughs> rush you. They don't know what to do. <laughs> but number one, you're already stressed, and they're like, "Come on, dude, this will yep. be fine," you know, because I needed help. I couldn't do some of the things I could do with just me and my wife. So, you know, everything was running pretty smooth, but it was, I, I probably was micromanaging. So it was taking way longer than they thought it would take, you know. I, not that they had anything to do. Like, my, these guys are like my brothers, but they probably were just looking at me like, come on. So the last thing was like the baby rack. And this was the first year I had Oslo. So they were, they were growing up because I moved. I've been here for three years. I got here like 2013, around September. So, yeah, it might have been the second year, whatever it was. It was the baby rack had some really important stuff in it. It was my 39-tub animal plastic baby rack. Um, I already had the other ones, like, packed away right. This was the last one in the room standing. And I'm like, dude, we'll, look, here's a roll of duct tape. We got this. We're going to cover this up. They're showing that it ain't going anywhere. We're going to plant this in the corner. I had my, uh, my, my, like my brother, Mondo, driving the U-Haul truck, because he drives a truck every day. So I'm driving it real gentle. I'm basically two exits, maybe three exits on 95, 10-minute ride. I was about to sit in the back in the pitch dark. He's like, now just sit up front. I ain't going to do any good. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm sitting up front with him, just cringing every bump, you know, just for everything, you know, every reason. And I park at the house. We don't get the back of the truck open. I'm, I open my garage to get to my new reptile room just to like, start mapping it out. I already know where I'm putting stuff, but to clear things out of the way. And my, my buddies open the, the U-Haul truck, and they go, snake's loose. Snake. I'm thinking, come on, dude. I'm already stressed enough. You don't need the joke. Don't blame don't, don't me, yeah. Yeah, two of my friends. My one friend had two, snake, two, baby, you know, two baby Borneos in his hand. My other friend had a baby Borneo, and they're scrambling looking for these things in the truck. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I look. Oh, God. One full row that the tape broke or got loose. They're all, you know, it was 13 tubs or whatever. Yes, I think it was 13 tubs, all cracked open. Now, we didn't find them all. They're, they're, they're over here moving stuff. I'm like, don't move stuff fast. You'll cut them in half. <laughs> so right. we retrieved them. I forgot the address of when I was telling you. So we retrieved most of them. Now, there was, like, two caught in the duct tape, like, like flies on fly trap, and Mm. It looked terrible the way the skin, their babies, their skin is like softer, and it looked really bad. I'm like, oh my goodness, when I peel these off, it's it's not going to be good. Peel them off as slow as I could with water and all, perfect. Nothing happened. I was like, from what they look like on the tape, I was like, they're gonna they're gonna rip. <laughs> they were right. oh. completely fine. It was amazing. Babies. They were not even a crinkled scale. I was like, wow, I can't believe that. So there was still one missing. So we dropped the door down, and one got hung up in the rail. Got got cut it. <laughs> like, oh man, oh. it's terrible. But it was it, oh. like I said, it's funny. It's funny, and it still sucks. I wouldn't pick one, but if there was one I could pick that I had to lose, it would have been that one. I got crazy lucky, but it was still it was terrible because it was just hanging there, and it was like, oh man, that was disgusting. And meanwhile, 
I heard you talking before the show. Uh, I was just going to tell them. They're yelling loose. I'm not even thinking that they're screaming loose snakes in my new driveway where I <laughs> to my neighbors that I, you know, you're trying to be as gentle as you can bringing in snakes. Some people don't want their neighbors to know. I told my neighbors on no. this block that I had snakes. So I was telling my neighbors on this block I had snakes. But I don't want them to find out in the way that the snakes are just flying out of a U-Haul truck. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, man, yeah. this is they, they, They're loose this and you have crazy. no control. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, how my move – so that's how my move started. So it was like right away, just heavy stress. I mean, that was like from, from the jump and everything else worked out fine, but it was just stressful getting the temperatures correct. So I can't imagine what you're going through because I'm, I'm here for three years and I still am tweaking things, not completely happy animals that were, that I produced myself that were tame as can be in my old house are still jumpy and on edge. They've never bounced back to being like tame. They're in the same exact rack same even slot because i'm talking about adults and they are jumpy <laughs> and crazy so um, right yeah yeah have have fun I'm <laughs> yeah. in, you know, enjoy enjoy at least the next three to four years of getting everything correct oh man yeah i um i do have a story i'm driving um uh i, I load up I, I go and i load up um the uh the snakes so I'm taking the ones that are like um, in my 41 quart rack, right? So I have like uh, the two—it's two vision racks. I unload it. Uh, I load the racks into my truck, and what I did is, is that I just took the snake out and I stuck them in like a 15 quart tub, and um, I just basically thought, okay, uh, I, they'll be okay for the ride. Um, they're just kind of crammed in there, so that way I could fit as much as I could inside the the uh, cab of my truck. So <clears throat> I'm driving up Street Road, <laughs> stop at a light, and there's a caramel zebra <laughs> just like oh, wrapped around no. the back of my oh, chair, my like the headrest, oh, my and it just swings oh. around to the front of my face, and I'm like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> and, uh, See, how you didn't uh, how you didn't tweak it out and like smash your car into three things is beyond. Like, I was like, what's touching me? <clears throat> so, <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'm like, first of all, I don't want people like I don't want people driving next to me to like start freaking out and then crash into me or something. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, because how often are you driving down the road and the guy next to you has like you know snakes wrapped around his head, his headrest. Um, I'm just <laughs> that, like, kind of like a new one for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, keep it cool. Keep it cool. Now this particular girl is a little bit on the feisty side, which just makes things oh, all totally. better. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, you know, I just, I, 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 luckily I hit a red light and I was able to real quick unwrap her. And then I just opened up the, uh, um, like the middle, what the hell do you call it? The uh, center console. The console. Yeah, like the center yeah. console. Well, like you have the same there. type of car, Matt. So you know what I'm talking about. And I just yeah. dropped yeah. her in there and shut it real quick. I'm like, gosh, she'll be fine until we, uh, till we get, till I get to the place. But uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I don't well, know. Why man. do I imagine you? I mean, why do I imagine you driving down the road? In like full on Steve Irwin mode, 
You're all right, mate. You're all right. You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> oh, oh she's a beauty. Oh, she's <laughs> yeah. a feisty devil. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So I imagine right now as you're channeling that as you're trying to wrangle a yeah. snake and drive down the road at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's <laughs> That, yeah, that would that would be that would be pretty crazy. I I know. I, I wish someone would have looked over and just seen you, and I wish you could have saw the look on someone's face if they did. They would have been. <laughs> yeah, like, what the? That's just. They would have probably like beeped their. They would have probably thought there was a like you know you're not a snake person. They would have probably just been like that guy's got. Dude, this buddy, shit pull over! You got something you. in your truck. Yeah. You got something in your truck. You're gonna get killed. Yeah, they would have probably lost them. They'd probably broke out their phone, been taping for some kind of internet, you know, some kind of uh, like oh, wacky internet show. God, I would have enjoyed the hell out of yeah. that newsflash coming across my, you know, my, my computer at work. I would have enjoyed the hell out of it. So. Yeah, so far, I mean, yeah. so far, I, I've been pretty lucky. I mean, I got the room, like I was saying at the beginning, dialed in. One tip I would recommend, I don't know if. Um, for 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 the longest time, like when I'm building my own racks or whatever, and I have the uh, the tubs, I would always say, mm. "Why am I why am I saving these lids? I'll just chuck them." <laughs> you know, that's why. But, save the lids. Yeah, that's, that's why. <laughs> oh shit! Did it make before, a before, world of difference? Yeah, well, I I did save some lids, but I didn't save nearly enough. So before my move, I had to. It's really odd going to Target and stuff and just buying, trying to buy the lids. They don't. You can buy them, but they don't understand it. Like you forgot the tub. I'm like, I just want the lids. Like, why, why would you? They just look at you. They go, Why would you just want lids? And I'm like, I, I just need the lids. Just want the lids. But they actually. What does it matter to they you? Actually, but, but. yeah, they actually do just sell the lids. Really? How I many didn't times? Yeah, well, yeah. How many times do sneak people have to go to like a cash register and get? looked at weird by the guy running the register over the shit we do, like buying the tubs without the lids or going yeah, without the lids. just the lids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're always looking at you like, you're. what's wrong with you? So. Or, or, or why do you need 156 square tubs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. That's why. So, I yeah. remember when I bought them at Target, so the guy thought I was really into shoes. Cause yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like you must have a I lot actually, of shoes. <laughs> I actually have yeah. a lot of shoes, but I don't use tubs for my shoes. That's the crazy part. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It was funny today. I was at a I, I was at a meeting and we're doing um, we're doing budget stuff and uh, th- th- we're talking about comparing prices and whatnot. And somehow the the price of uh, uh, you know like um, Starlight tubs came up, and I and I said, man, we're like double the price. It's ridiculous. I can go anywhere and get these for half the price. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I can go to Target. I can go to Walmart. You know, yeah. I know guys that would buy like 20 of these at a shot. You know, we're really missing the boat. And he's like, who the hell would buy 20 tubs at one shot? What the hell? Is it moving or what? So the owner of the store is at the meeting with me and he's like, no, man, he's really into snakes, and he uses those tubs for his snakes. We're really missing the mark on these things. We could be selling them yeah. like crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, 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 you know, what's, re- what's really messed up is, and it was recent, um, Container Store, I like their baby tubs. I have a couple of their racks. I take them baby tubs, but I like them for just stacking mm-hmm. babies also. 
but they actually sell a case of 20 of them. Like they sell any box called, you know, they, they have it with the regular ones. I bought, I think two of them, maybe it was three, but they even looked at me funny when I bought them. And I'm thinking, you sell these by the case. How's that weird? You've never had anybody come <laughs> yeah. in and buy multiple cases. Right. So I just thought that was weird. It wasn't like I just stacked 60 tubs and counted them out. You know, these are in the box. Like I, it was just weird. I uh, I didn't think I was going to get a look in there, but I still got a look. Like, why? I, I looked in like, why do you need two cases of these? So, it's, yeah. It's I had special ordered, uh, I, I special ordered 100 tubs to the container store when I made my first baby rack. And I went and picked them up, and they came in these two giant cases. And these people were just like, you're the guy with the tubs, right? And I'm like, oh, I love it. Yes, just where are they? And they're like, the big box is in back. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to answer any more questions. Just give me the freaking things. So, yeah, yeah, it was one of those moments. So. Yeah, I'm still a little stressed about, out about like, what it's going to be when the temperature drops and how the room reacts to it. I mean, right now it's like, mm-hmm. you know, everywhere I got one fan going and, I got the space heater in there and it's kind of like dialed in at like 80 degrees, perfect ambient temperature. And, you know, life is good, but I'm, I'm just worried. Like what happens when it's, you know, <laughs> 20 yeah, well, degrees outside. <laughs> well, well, you you know how my room looks like, I, and I keep it that way all the time. Go, go to, go to home Depot and buy a bunch of them. And it's, it sucks buying multiple ones with coming in them $9, Accurate digital thermometers with the humidity and the temperature gauge. You see, you see in my room. I put them on top of the cages. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cage. Uh-huh. I put yeah. and I put them in every corner because that's how my room is so weird. The way there's like really cool spots and and spots that are just completely fine. And and I just keep it that way just so I can easily just look in each corner, top and bottom. You know, I can see what the you know the bottom of the the floor is and the, and the, you know every corner I can because. Right. There's definitely a corner in my room where there's no, like the racks come to a corner. So there's a big open corner back there, and it's like near my steps. Uh-huh. And it's not near a door. It is the coldest part of my room. It's like, it's so weird back there. I don't know. So I always, I'll temp gun it back there all the time and just make sure the racks in the back are good. And they, they usually are. So, um, but I, like I said, I'm still learning my room three years later, and it's crazy. You've seen all the damn thermometers I lay out and I'm still learning my room you know so you yeah. it, it will stink I don't think it'll be as bad for you if you got it dialed in you'll just you'll just catch up the thing that you'll that'll get you is when you're at work and it's like the first really cold day and you're like crap I didn't turn anything off yeah, you'll have, how you'll cold can it possibly be in my seizure. room today yeah, yeah. But you'll be okay you keep cooler temps anyway you're not I mean you I think you'll be fine yeah <clears throat> yeah it, well that's the cool thing about carpets you know if they get cold that's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll just throw, yeah, yeah, you'll just throw them in a breeding frenzy. That's all you'll do. Like that'll be the worst yeah. that comes yeah. from, from you. More <laughs> eggs. Like, oh man, it got, it got really cold one day, and now I'm going to breed this year, and I've got tons of lockups. That's yeah. You'll, yeah. You'll be that'll me just... and Owen had me and Owen had so much trouble. You'll be the one like I don't see the problem. You know, too much. Yeah, we're just rolling. Yeah. Matt and I are trying the entire season. Eric's like, you know, I decided to chug everybody together. You know. Three months left yeah. in the season. I got so many eggs. I'll just, I'll want to kill him. I'll want to kill him. Yeah. So. You know what is cool is that um, the ones that were having trouble feeding, you know, they fed right yeah, away. Yeah. Sometimes, because what is it? 
wasn't that the trick you always take a non-feeder like with you to the rest stop show? Don't put it on the table and then bring it home and then it eats when you get home. Or yeah, yeah, we'll just move it in your room, take it for a ride, mm-hmm. come to a friend's house. And that, yeah, that's where I get mad at myself sometimes. Like I don't, why that's all going on. I'm never thinking that I'm like, I, I'll go to a friend. <laughs> I should have boxed them up or I live close to Eric. I'm like, I should just take these over there and he could just, I could just take them over in a small rack and he could just set them up and see what happens. You know, I, I'm, yeah. you, 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 you may get some babies next year. I'm tired of quail sentence. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Just yeah. Drop them off at Eric's front. Like ring the doorbell and run. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. It was yeah. It was really just them two clutches this year. Besides that, I've had great you know six, like as many clutches as I had this year. Everything was like it was two Borneo clutches. Their first attempt feeding the first night. The whole entire clutch eight. I I looked like four times. I'm like, did I forget to put stuff in here? I'm like, it never <laughs> happens that way. There's always at least a few str- like a, a few stragglers in the back that just aren't going to eat. And generally, the nicest stuff in the clutch never eats. And it was like the opposite this year for most clutches. If it, if stuff wasn't eating, all the top half stuff, all my nicer stuff ate. And it was like the stuff that I'm just like, you're, you're just okay, and it's not eating. I don't understand this. This is weird. Right. Wow. Um, I know, uh, you know, uh, the other thing on the list that I wanted to uh, hit on, you're talking about, uh, you know, breeding and stuff, but uh, tell us about your experience with chondros. I mean, this was your first time breeding. How was it? Was it difficult? Sour subject now. But uh, no, well, I, I did the three pairings. I swore the one I wanted the most was the Aru pairing. Um, I did them. I went early with them because they were both acting weird, not like sick weird, but just weird. And they were locking up like crazy, like just nonstop. All like every time I put the mail in, just right over to each other, dropping tails. You could see everything. I'm like, wow, that's going to happen. You know, nothing happened with it. Uh, I did another. I did a uh, my my Maruk female to the uh, to that first condo I got just because the cup. The greens were so different to that Aru, mm-hmm. um, Blue Carolina I got from um, from Jason Stevens. I just thought that right. was a neat look because of the way their their greens were, and they were just they were both ready to go, and I felt good about that pairing. And, and I saw a couple lockups from them, but nothing happened. And then I did this both unrelated, uh, uh, both just mystery locality that supposedly was bred two times and had eggs before, and I caught them from two different people. That's how I th- I got the one female, and, and I, I found out. Guy emailed me, or a guy messaged me and said, "I have a a, a male that paired up with that on a, on the breeding loan I did. You can ask the guy." And it, the story's all added up. So it was like a two-time proven breeder. I found out, but it was like a six, seven-year-old female, maybe even older. So they went team perfect eggs, you know, in the nest box, no problems. I didn't lock them in the nest box. Everything worked out good. She wrapped the eggs good. Took them out, incubated them. I incubated them my way. I didn't do any, you know, I, I go straight in vermiculite and I put the eggs, everything I get, I go put eggs right in vermiculite. Um, that's what I did with these condo eggs Two two molded out. Everything else um, went full term, but uh, 10 hatched out Four, two, one was a set of twins and they, they both came out really dinky. They didn't make it. I had a couple stillborns. So everything was rolling pretty well. And then, you know, feeding trials began, and it it was difficult, <laughs> very difficult. Still, you know, it, it obviously was. But I always felt like – but all the other – the thing was I had too big of a season this year. 
And it was my own fault. I should have thought about that. But I really wanted mm. to get the condos under my belt. But the condos were kind of in the middle of everything else. And I had a lot of babies. And I was stacking tubs and all these cool Borneo projects and all these cool red bloods. And not that I didn't spend time on them. But I always felt like, you know, people probably go on the overboard approach for condos. Like they're constantly, you know, new people or people inexperienced with them are just always in their face. So I'm going to go with more of a laid back thing. I'm going to, you know, go at my own pace, try different things if they get feed. And well, I, I got two feed in really well, like right off the, like, you know, not, not too long after just on pinkies. And I was getting stuff to, to, to plug at it and, 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 and bite and wrap it and drop it. So I, I was right there, you know, I, I even talked to Bill and Buddy. And they were, you know, they were setting me on the right path. I had a few questions, but I, I, I did say in the beginning of the year, I'm not sending these babies out. I'm either going to succeed on my own this year, you know, not on my own, not with any, like, not without any help, but I'm going to do it in-house or I'm going to fail in-house, you know. And um, it's just so tough because they're always perched and, uh, you know, they, they definitely got to the point of no return. So basically I had two feeding regular, one feeding on, on chick-down Senate pinkies, and one by one they started dropping off, dropping off. And, I, I, like I said, mm-hmm. I think I could have done more. But I think they definitely got to a point of no return, you know, where I should have been maybe going a little harder at them at a certain point. And now I'm actually down to one. <laughs> the one that was firing them, like, you know, eating all the time regularly just kind of dropped on me. The wow. it down one was, like, kind of going every other, every two to three weeks and just didn't go. And all the rest of them fell to waste. They were just too skinny. And, um it was definitely a hard lesson to learn, but um, I definitely learned a lesson. I definitely know I want I don't I don't want five condo clutches ever. I will be plenty happy with one. I don't <laughs> want. I can't imagine having five. You know, as a as a new person, maybe when you get involved in them, I can't imagine having more than one clutch of them a year. If you have other snakes, you know, if I was just doing condos, that'd be great having three, four, maybe five clutches. But like I said, I plan on having a, a much smaller season. I'm going to do a couple condo pairings, and I'm definitely going to come at it from a whole different angle. Really, you know, um, obviously I'm going to I'm not going to overdo like I didn't want to do the first time, but I'm definitely not going to lay back on them too much. And I'm going to have things in the freezer ready to scent and go and, and different, you know, t- if I got to come home from work early day and sit there for an hour and, and try, you know, I'm going to make sure I – I'm really at it if I'm successful this year, you know, so. Right. It was a, uh, it was a fun time, a fun experience at the same time, obviously really heartbroken now, really like the last couple just dropped off within the last two weeks. They lasted a good amount of time without eating surprisingly, but I mean, I could see where they were, they get off the perch and they, you know, they weren't there and I'm like, oh man, I couldn't even tell, you know, it was just right there. So. Right. Yeah, kind of, uh, I def- I'm definitely going to say I dropped the ball on that one when I had a really good, you know, it's really shitty feeling now because I successfully had 10 healthy babies and they just, you know, I, I let it go to crap. So uh, it wasn't from lack of trying. I just, like I said, I really thought if, you know, certain animals, if you if you, if you you push too much food in their face, but you just, even though you have the urge to want to feed them, if you just give them off like three weeks, then they hit it, you know. That's what I was just doing. Like every, if they weren't eating, I was like, I'll go seven days, or I'll go ten days here, and then I'll try again. I was just trying to make it positive experiences, and it just turned out to, you know, it was really frustrating though at some points because they would grab it and wrap it, and I would just leave. I wouldn't even shut the drawer at some point. I would just walk away, 
Because I'm like, <laughs> you know, if I touch that drawer, they're going to definitely drop it. I'm just going to stand back. And I would go and I would look, you know, I would sit, I would literally sit in my room where the, you know, the baby racks right there. I would go in the room where my sink is, you know, you guys see in the room. Mm-hmm. For five minutes, just sitting there on my phone, trying to do things on my phone to get my mind off of it. And then I would, you know, wait. I'm like, it's been like eight minutes. If it's, if it's doing something, it's doing something. I would go and it'd be on the other side of the cage perched, not even leaving the tub and the, the pinky would be on the other side where it grabbed it. I'm like, damn it. Keep grabbing it and wrapping it, and you're not taking it down. So, but I, like I said, I heard I was on the right path after doing that. Not everything was striking, not everything was doing that, but right. I had a few more doing that, and I just couldn't get them to, you know, even with Chick Down Senate, African Software Senate. I even had a gerbil, even though Sophie doesn't do it, she had frozen gerbils. I was doing gerbil Senate. It just nothing was going down. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> I think uh, even with cart, well, I mean, I guess if you're coming from the short, the short tail side of it, those guys can go pretty, pretty long time without, without feeding. Yeah, yeah, they definitely can, and you can, because they're not perching, because they're a heavy body snake, even when they're little, you can start, you notice, the point of right. no return for them, where you see the, you see up by the neck or by the head getting a little sunken mm-hmm. in. Or you'll yeah. see that tail dropping, and when you see them skin folds in the tail, you know, like, you, you, you've waited too long, and it, it isn't going to happen. You know, you, if you know that animal's hydrated, because the only way that's, that's looking like that is if it's not a hydrated animal. Right. You know, like, I don't even know if it could take a meal if it wanted to at this point. But you're, you're still trying, but you, you, you've kind of figured it out. Like, uh, But with them, even when they got to that point, I mean, it's, they're so little, and they're always perched. And I would knock them off the perch. You know, I would tap on them get them to go off the perch to see if I could notice anything. And I'm like, they still look pretty solid and they're climbing up and they, they would love biting me they, for a little tiny thing. They got a good bite to them. I mean, it's nothing like I would cry about, but I'm like, I can't believe I can even feel your bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's pretty wild. So, um, yeah, I, I really couldn't. I was like, uh, you know, when I was doing them the first couple of days, I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to notice this bite. <laughs> they were crabby. I would have, a lot of little blood dots. I'm like, I can't believe I can even notice that bite. That was so crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're so small. It feels like they're, they're, they're so like tiny. anchoring down on your finger, but they don't have a choice. You can't. They're like, crap, I bit you in there. It's just, I can't get it out of there now. Take it out. Hmm. Right. So, yeah. Is it anything like the bite that I got from that one blood? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing, nothing like that. That was pretty funny. I'm going to over how, and watch I this at one point. I can't believe how good help. this guy I know. You were yelling at me for not for not taking a video. I can't believe yeah. how good this so thing gonna, got him. I'm gonna have to be there to videotape because I'm gonna have to watch all this stuff. I, I like I said, I won't help, but I'll be there, <laughs> and that's good enough. So yeah, yeah. this that's thing cool. definitely thought I was a uh, uh, some you type of meal. Man, rat or a meal of some sort because it was just mm. uh, it was just ready, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I'll say even from the Condra experience, I'm still very excited about Condras. I know some people just quick, like, you know, even if I didn't get anything, I, so many people nowadays get a project or get into something and they have one bad year or miss, and it seems like they just give up on it, where I'm still excited about it. I like them a lot. You know, I kind of calmed down. My Condra fever has gone away. I have a lot of cases. <laughs> I don't feel the need. If something right. comes across my path and I sold some snakes, I'm not saying that I wouldn't buy it, but I mean, I'm I've calmed down. I've seen some right. things. I, I'm like, ooh, I could, I could have that. And I'm like, you know what? Pump your brakes. You got a lot down there. So, um, yeah, that's that. 
nothing like that first fever when you're getting into something. You're just man, everything. So you know, man, you ain't getting everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, fun. it's it's um. I was looking at that, you know, I guess when you're like, you know, that's one of the things that I would say uh, that as I'm moving my collection and actually hands on, not that I'm not hands on with my snakes, but it's usually like I stagger it. So I'm working with this group on one day and this group another day. And, you know, um, but now it's like I'm hands on with all of them. And I'm like, do I really need this? It's like, did I go too far into you know, you know what I mean? Like, do I really yeah, need yeah, all I these here? And I know, I know exactly what you mean. That's kind of how I feel with the conjurers now. Like I actually do want to get rid of a few to add. I have room for more, but I want to get rid of a few to add more because like I said, I was, I told you what my thoughts were. I'm going to grab a lot and then I'm going right. to like readjust things. You know, that, that was my mm. point from the beginning. Yeah. And I definitely see stuff where I'm like, I don't know why I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but um, you know, it's not a terrible thing. Like it isn't like I'm itching to get it out of the room, but I just don't see it fitting in anywhere. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. I, I for me personally, it's like when you're when you're getting into something, you're excited about it. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna get this and this and this and this and this, and I need that morph and this thing and blah blah blah. And next thing you know, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, wow. too, too much, too too much of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. Um, the uh, oh shit, now I lost my train of thought. Um, <clears throat> as far as uh, you know, so okay, you had the contra. Oh, I know what I wanted to mention. The uh, oh, and you'll probably won't like this part of the show because it mentions two <laughs> things that you don't like at all. Uh, I'm preparing um, to tune out. Okay. Ahead. It would be ball pythons and maternal and incubation. Gone. <laughs> and gone. Oh, yeah. Gone go, completely. Yeah. I have nothing yeah. to contribute to this part of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I did have three clutches of ball pythons, and I decided on the last one, going to do maternal incubation. And um, they actually just hatched a few weeks ago. Uh, seven eggs. Six of them hatched perfect. The one, I guess, just kind of rotted out. You know, towards the end, I got nervous because she's on the top, so I could really kind of see sideways. So I looked like a coil, and I'm like, oh, man, there's little fruit flies, and I could see, like, liquid. So I was like, man, did it smash? And did all of them? You know, I kind of peeled her off, and the eggs looked really dented. And they did look a little stained, but everything came out really good, except okay. that one. So I just let her drop the eggs. I didn't do anything. I didn't change the heat. She just dropped them in the middle of the cage, so she actually wasn't on the heat. Um, filled her water bowl up really low, Kate, and put it near her just in case she wanted any. I don't know if she ever took. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to get one, at least one maternal incubation. I mean, I've been this, this is my like tenth year of breeding, and I've never did that. So even if it was just ball play times, it was still pretty neat. Right. Yeah, it is a cool yeah, experience, but, man. Yeah, pretty fun. It did stink because I missed the initial them coming out, so I got a picture. But they're just fully out, and they're just laying on her, and there's like like two under. I didn't get them coming out of the egg, which I wanted to. I, right. I was a. It happened over the weekend, and it was a busy weekend. So, and I, I honestly, when when it happened, I didn't really mark it. I just had it in my head when it was around, so I wasn't like right on top of it. It was the last clutch of the year, so I was kind of in the groove of everything. So it slipped my mind to put the sticker on the on the cage. 
or on the rack tub, and and I was like, whatever. I know it's this week. That's all I know. Right. So, um, <laughs> but definitely neat. Definitely cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And then um, I guess the other thing that we were going to hit on was the uh, the trip to uh, Keith's. You know, oh, you're Keith, up there yeah. with the Bones Pythons, and yeah, oh, it's funny when. Well, when I get to go to Keith, it's usually for like a barbecue, and he has his family out there. Really awesome. Mm-hmm. Keith, Keith's a really good friend. We, we, me and my wife look at him like family, and he says the same thing about us. So, it, it, it's like I think last time I was up there is when Keith had short tails. I was only up his house twice, you know, but we still see each other at shows and, and here and there. So he took me down there. He's like, let's let's get down there before we get to drinking and eating and all. So he showed me through the room a lot, but he he definitely seen my wheels turning. Like I want to see more. And he's like, Matt, you can just go down there. Just go down there and start opening up stuff. I was like, ah, I don't feel right about that, you know. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> go down there by myself, you know. So I know his his daughter, and I was like, yes, you know, I want to go back down, but I ain't going down by myself. And she's like, I can't believe my dad said just go down there. And even his wife's like, yeah, that's, that's something. He doesn't even usually let many people, even reptile breeders down there, period. And he's just letting you go down there. So I was like, oh, that's really cool to know. But, um. So his daughter came down, me and and I was like hunting through stuff, you know, checking stuff out. So this time, kind of the same exact thing. Um, he he doesn't have as many snakes, but he still has cool stuff that I'm not used to. So he's like, yeah, you know, when I first got there, he was. Uh, well, first off, he he's nice enough to give me some uh, some big acrylic dis, uh, display cases for the show, which I'm like, do you need them back? He's like, oh, just take them. I don't plan on using them again if I ever do any shows anymore. So um, that was cool. Gave me really nice uh, display cases. Awesome. So then he's like, let's let's uh, let's get down in the snake room before we, you know, get in a full swing of, uh, you know, stuff in our face and getting some drinks in us. So, mm-hmm. you know, he showed me that the front part is all the ballins and then scrubs, and, and you can't see the ballins until he opens the cage. So, so before I get to this, we'll go in the back, and I got to see his, uh, he had some really nice animal tree boas, which were like, I haven't really got to see a lot of them up close. And they were like, oh, man, the white on them. And, and there was one that was, like, massive. I was like, those, those are really neat. Um, he was showing me a lot of the Amazon tree boas and uh, just different colors of them and, and just kind of just hunting through, kind of quickly scanning over stuff. And then he pulled out, like, a really big Bowens female, I believe. And that was the first time I even seen a Bowens in person. I may have seen one of Daytona and not even noticed it back then, you know, just walking through. Because back in the Daytona days, I was only looking for really what I was looking for or something extreme. Uh-huh. So, right. And not, that, not that a Bowens is an extreme, but Bowens wasn't on my list of, like, I have to see that. But um, So he pulled that out, and I got to play with that. That was really neat. But it didn't sell me on them like everybody else does. It was really cool, but it's also one of them cool temperature animals that I'm not built to set up for and and uh, who knows, maybe down the line, maybe I'll, you know, when there's starting to be more bread, Keith figures it out, who knows, maybe I'll be into it. But just really cool experience playing with one of them. And he was poking around at the scrubs a little bit, trying to show me this male that wouldn't come out. And he's like, oh, I really want you to see the males really neat. So uh, it was cool. It was, it was quick, but, very, but it was very cool, you know. I think Keith was still getting, you know, he's still getting his room together, so. I know how I am with people in my room, <laughs> especially now he's got more <laughs> delicate species. When I was down there with short tails, I mean, that was, you know, second half to him. But now he's got things going on and, and all that stuff. So you can check me out by any means. But we, we kind of we looked quick and uh, checked it out. And then, you know, went back outside and we were 
mostly talking about reptiles and just, you know, life in general. But right. it was definitely mm-hmm. to see one in person and, and check it out. And his, seeing his new cages and he's setting up, he's building more new cages. It was uh, really cool. So it's always a good time hanging out with Keith. I'm really happy he had us up there. Cool. A lot of fun. Now he builds his own cages, right? From from like I think he yeah. said he was working on the design or something. Yeah, he builds he builds everything. Even when it was a uh, the first half of his room, when it was all of his short tails and bloods were all of his adult cages, and he built them right like onto the wall. Like he, and I heard he had them forever, <laughs> and they were just <laughs> when I seen them, they were like he's had them since like day one, and they're just still they were still in great condition. And even his racks in the back, he just kind of, he does the tubs with the lids on top. So he just has them into mm-hmm. the wall so he can have a ton of them. I mean, his back room, it's a pretty small back room, but the amount that he can fit in there because of the way he built it, is a, he, can ha- he can house a ton back there. Because basically he just has access to the full wall. Like there's no stops or anything. It's just the full wall of, of tubs. Okay. So even nice. though he doesn't have it, it's nearly as much as he used to, but... um. Yeah, he pretty much builds all that stuff. He's real good with all that. Awesome. So a lot of a lot of fun. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah, it's always cool to check out Very somebody's cool. collection, and especially when they have stuff that you don't. You know, I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was neat. I mean, I gotta say, I was probably more excited when he had short tails because that was my thing, and it was like, this is Keith McPeak's house. You know, I've been buying off him forever, talking to him. I see all this cool stuff at shows. What is he hiding in his room? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I right. mean. Yeah, it would and be I the equivalent. I, yeah, yeah. I wasn't disappointed either. I was just like, wow, I can't. Like, he held back a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Um, but this time was really cool as well. Cool. It would be like what the equivalent of being. It would be the equivalent of me and Owen going to Nick Mutton's house, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. There, there are tubs you can't even, like, I imagine he's got, like, secret tubs and secret parts of his room where only he knows. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. yeah well, cruising around. The cool thing about Keith, he was never like secretive with me. He's just like, go ahead, man, just pop it open. I ain't got, you know, check out whatever you want. So, yeah, I, I know how some. Yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Then you, you're going like, that's amazing, and then you gotta have it. So yeah. 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 So cool. definitely, like I said, definitely. Definitely funny, yeah. Like you said, I'm I'm like a I'm a complete geek with reptile stuff too. With that anyway, so I like love reptile rooms and the equipment people use, or the or the how they build their cages. So not just even reptiles. I always love seeing how people set their stuff up, like fan setup, heat racks, everything. Like I'm a complete nerd for all that stuff. Yeah. So even though I had a basic layout of what I knew I was going to walk into Keith's room. I knew it was going to be completely different because of the way he designed his bowling cages. And, you know, I knew he's keeping different species. And like I said, he's just like a lot of the other stuff, just keeping it really simple, which is seems to be the best way to do everything is like very simple. Yeah. So, I, I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Keep it. Not, uh, the Bowens, not the Bowens. They don't look very simple. There's a lot, there's a lot to that there's design and the way there. he was cool in the room, but everything else was kept, uh, you know, and, and just really, really simple setups, which is always the, like the way I try to approach things myself. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think eventually, I mean, you know, I, if we're still doing this show five years from now, I think that when they finally figure that out, I think, it, I don't know, I think they're just going to be like any other python. Obviously, they're not going to be like as easy as 
as ball pythons. But I think once they get that nailed down, I mean, I mean when we first started this show, Owen, you remember, you know, we're talking to, uh, you know, the Bowens guys and they're saying like, they're taking their snakes down to freezing. And, I'm, yeah. and, and all I could think about was mass death. My entire room would have died for it to so. to uh, crawl into in the you know in the night when it gets cold, um, mm-hmm. and obviously Frederick came along and he just blew that shit out of the water that you don't need to have that you know crazy temperature swing. They they need to be cooler, but not you know not what was originally thought. Um, you know, I just yeah, think that they're a, uh, into their cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I just think that yeah. they're um, they're like scrubs. I mean, because basically a Bones is a scrub python, but um, uh, they're they're just sensitive. You know, I mean, they're just smart and sensitive, and uh, they they get stressed out a lot easier than say, you know, you're a ball python or something like that. You know, or a mm. carpet python. You know, carpet pythons, you can pretty much do anything you want, and they still breed. <laughs> that yeah, but is like, true. You know, like, I mean, like you said, at one point, all this stuff was difficult. Now, they may always remain more difficult. Like, you know, just like scrubbing yeah. is going to probably always remain difficult. Bowens, even if they get it figured white out, lips. will always remain more difficult. Yeah, white lips. But, mm. you know, there is hope that there'll be a day where they're bred a little easier, where you don't need so. You know, I, I guess it's just these guys doing the hard work, figuring it out, you know, cause like yeah. we're bloods and stuff we're talking about when they, you know, they, when they came in, they were wild. Everybody said how nasty they were, but on top of them coming out of the wild and just being scared of everything, everybody was keeping them really hot and really wet. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. that's what they needed. You know? <clears throat> so it's like, man, these snakes just hate everything. And meanwhile, they do hate you, but they also hate the way you're keeping them. So <laughs> it's just a matter of, you know, it's, it's, it's the guys, it's the guys like that work and the Bowens that are doing, you know, they're laying out the groundwork and yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's many people had as much fun back then working out some of this stuff as they seem to be having a lot of fun figuring it out. So that's cool. Cause I'm sure there's been plenty of projects where people have zero fun but they were just dying to figure it out, and they and they did over a lot of trial and error and losing lots of money and, and everything else. So um, yeah, it well, like they're well, having a good time doing it. I often wonder. Eugene, go ahead. Um, was it what was Eugene said to us? Wasn't it that he's killed far more chondros than he's ever produced and ever will produce, or something like that? Or was that well, uh, Trooper? I forget who nah, said that one to us. That was but, Eugene. Yeah. That was Eugene. Well, yeah, he's like, I've killed so me, many That chondros. makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and he was on the forefront of trying to figure that shit out. So, of course he's murdered so many chondros because yeah. you have to break a couple legs to figure that kind of stuff out. So, you know, more power to him to admit that kind of shit. I know other people would probably try to sweep all that under the rug. Yeah, well, even even getting into a new species that's that's established anymore that people mm-hmm. do regularly, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it can be a swing, you know. It, it's what's easy to one person just doesn't fit in the person's room and can totally catch them off guard. And yeah, I, I you know it sucks because everyone's embarrassed about it. But even like I said, uh, it, it can happen. It can happen to to anybody with any species, pretty much. So, but especially with some of the more tricky stuff, like I said, if someone. Even if you're rolling, like, all the stuff I have, I think it would be difficult for me to do scrubs. You know, it takes a lot more. 
I'd have to come at it a whole different way. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I failed like crazy with scrubs or, you know, it, it wouldn't shock me because it's so much different than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, you know, with having a more diverse collection is, you know, something that I always think about and even trying to make it even more diverse. It's like, and that was kind of where I was gearing the question to earlier. Like when you're in the mindset I made the foolish mistake of thinking that if I breed carpet pythons, you know, how, how much, how different can this species be? I mean, it's a python, you know, and it's like you learn Mm -hmm. that lesson lesson real quick that, you know, nah, don't work like that. (laughs) Yeah. Not all pythons are. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. I I guess I'm really enjoying, like I was pretty locked into like, my old house, mostly the three, mostly just Borneo's reds and, and ball pythons. And it, it seems to be most, some people gear to just go in one single direction. And mm-hmm. I think it was getting stale for me because even though Borneo's and reds are a different species, they're, they're kept the same way for me. And, and, you know, everybody looks at the three species as pretty much one, even though that's not how you're supposed to breed it. But even me, I would look at them like I'm keeping the short tails. So, I'm really enjoying the the diversity of, of having, you know, 20 green trees. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep four retic adults and have babies floating around. And I got a couple carpets, a couple ball pythons, a few boas that I have. I, I, I want to get rough scale still. So it's, you know, and who knows what else I'll add. But I like having the 1.2s and the 2.2s here and there of just yeah, the too. normal stuff. I mean, the retics yeah. aren't normal by far that's a cool mutation thing, but it's really cool to have that stuff. And it's cool to like, it, if you, if you want it, if you're, if you're successful, you want to bring it to a show, it's something different or mm-hmm. it's something that you don't ever have to bring to a show. And you can just casually post it online and maybe get rid of it that way. You use it as trades to get new. I mean, everything to me basically comes back to updating equipment and, and getting new animals. And like I said, I love putting money back into the bank account to go into the house and bills. But you know, the excitement is when you're, getting new animals so right yeah, that's what it's all about so that's, that's what i always think you know if i got stuff you know the more things i got i'm bound to hit somebody with something they want you know so then i have to pay these back and we can pay get something we want yeah right so that's the problem right now but people there's a couple people out there with rough scales but i don't think any of them need any borneo short tails any reds or any reasons <laughs> but if they do hit me up because i need some rough scales <laughs> and i got lots of that other stuff so so that's the next species that you want to add in is rough scales, huh? Yeah, but I don't see it happening until next year. I, I, I definitely I, – they're, they're pretty much being sold as pairs. I want a pair, and I just uh, – even even with good – I mean, I have – a with the stuff I have, I have a lot of money to make, but right. uh, I need to roll some money into my bank account to just pad my bank account up, maybe get some house projects done and – can't go spend crazy so if i have a really three. good you know i don't know if stuff starts flying off the shelves who knows but i'm hoping three grand I'm hoping is this, a little you know steep still it's, it's not it's not that you know I, it's not that, that crazy it's just that yeah i want them but i don't want them three grand right now i guess you could say like i don't want them for <laughs> that. And, and you know they'll, they'll probably be that next year but maybe i'll just i'll maybe. just have that you know saving up and i'll have that mindset so Possibly this year, more than likely next year. I, I definitely see it in the future in the next couple of years. I'm not in a rush for it. I just want to play with it, 
and obviously when it, if I get it there and, and it's ready to breed, I'm, I'm not going to shy away from it because I would like to make some. But right now I just want to play with it. And then I guess I can uh, always come over and see yours if I really feel, you know, like I have that to see one there. That is true. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, that's cool. <clears throat> I'm so, uh, this year, so. Oh, know. and what are you going to do if you show up at Tinley Park and they got rough scales for sale? Are you going to? I'm going to hand you my wallet. And you are not allowed to give it to me until we get out of the show for dinner, okay? <laughs> I've limited myself. I'm only getting two rough scales this year. So, I mean, I already have the pair, and I want – it's an important thing to limit, Matt. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, if we go to Tinley, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm bringing two 007s that are first sale. If they were to both sell, which would be – Insane! I might come home at rough scale. That would be. Mike, I, I push you to do it. I push you to do it. Just like, that could happen. When you get all three of us in one place, we're not helpful to each other's wallets. I mean, no, that's it's true. Like, cause it's like, do it, do it, do it. Why haven't you done it? <laughs> They're over there. Go get them. And then it's like, it, it's not, it's not good. So. Um, yeah, but. Chances of me selling two 007s at a show because that's a bit of money. No, I, I don't see that you happening. Might. Uh, you if, might. Yeah, if it was if it was uh, years and years ago, I could say it. But nowadays, it just feels True. like shows are more you know here and there, and it's kind of more of a. It's fun to be out there with your animals. Like I said, you obviously can make good money, but I, just the big dollar animals. They just don't seem to move at shows like that. I mean, not for for some people, yes, but they're not like everybody that comes with big dollar animals. They move like it used to be. Right. It used to be people people go to the show to find the big dollar animals. Now people go, I could just sit at home. Why would I want to do all that? The animal went to the show. I got to bring it back home. It's like I could just get it mounted. Right. So. Or it, it comes straight to me. But yeah, that's it. That's, well, I mean, that's another thing I got to think of. Tinley's a big show, and the fact where people are yeah. flying out to it, so they're not taking it on the plane with them, and they're probably not working the whole let's drop it off if it's a big dollar animal. So they're either going to eye up what they want. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, I, I wouldn't want to do that, even though it's pretty trustworthy. Where I, I don't know how they set that up, but you buy an animal, you take it over to them, and they set up a shipping date. I guess they stay back a day or two. But yeah, they usually ship out on Monday. Animal, yeah, if it's a three thousand dollar animal, I mean, it's you probably wouldn't want to do all that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a little twitchy about it. So. Yeah, so so I, you know, with the big shows, I mean, there's a lot of people driving out, but there's also a lot of people flying that probably feel they don't have the option to even bring an animal home. Which is yeah. the last two Timleys, I didn't do great at the show, but I did really good from people that came to that show that said I met you in Timley. I did great the month, the next couple months, I should say, after the show. So, I mean, that that seems to be the way it goes. But it doesn't matter. Like I say, when I do Tinley, I don't. I look at it like I don't even need to break even. I'm going out there anyway, and I'm just paying for a table, which is a couple hundred bucks. But it's just fun to go out there, and I might as well bring my animals with me. Chances selling. People get to see it in person. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm looking at it from. You might even make it to like Snake Bites TV again. That's where, yeah, <laughs> oh, there, yeah. Actually, yeah, there, yeah, could never know. It could be on there. Yeah. What a venomous expert. You never know. <laughs> they don't want to talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Well, hopefully yeah. there's more uh, short tail people, um, you know, will be out there, you know, because I well, kind of felt like. 
You were like the yeah, lonesome. No, nah, well, there's Matt Turner. I mean, Matt Turner's right, always yeah, great to Matt. have out there. I mean, he's sure. For, for, it was I was I was the Borneo guy. Matt was the red guy. It worked out perfect. And that's how. Right. I have a few reds, but nothing compared to what Matt's going to bring. You know, he's going to bring ridiculous reds. But there's supposed to be more people coming out, at least for the show, supposedly, that are in the short tails. I don't know vendor-wise, but that's okay. I mean, I, I hope there's more representation of people that have, like, at least a nice chunk. They're not just mixed in there. Cause right. You know, I, we all said that. When we get to look at the show, since we're vending, we kind of got to be fast. So if we don't see the majority of the table, like, we miss so much. We would, Zach will come back and tell us, you missed this because it's mixed in with Boas or Ball Pythons. Because when you see the millionth Ball Python or Boa table, you're kind of – skipping by but they do have really nice racks so you know they have a couple tiers of uh crazy stuff but you don't your eye doesn't catch it you know yeah but that's what that, that's why zach was good he was real good with all that he's like you gotta go down here you gotta come here <laughs> had the map out plan so yeah but well, don't gonna walk around the show so so i'm gonna i'm gonna look for keith he said he's gonna hang at the table while keith and lon I'm going to be looking for them for the information. And then uh, my wife. Yeah, they're going to be our spies. Yeah, I'll be able to run around the show a little bit more this year, hopefully. Cool. Yeah, we got Rob Stone, too. Don't forget. He's going to be. uh, Well, well, Keith's convincing me that he's going to spend some time behind my table. Once he gets there, he's going to be like Kevin McCandy store. But uh, not that my wife can't handle behind the table, but she doesn't really know what's what. Keith can actually answer a lot more questions than her, and then I can run around the show and feel like, okay, you'll just hit me on the cell phone if I have to run back. But I still want to be at my table. It's not like Hamburg. Sometimes if I have a helper at Hamburg, Hamburg's what? What is it, eight hours? Yeah, I'll be be away from my table for five. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be away from my table for five talking to people and at my my table for three. When I'm at the biggest shit like that, I usually, I'm playing up behind my table to meet people and explain exactly what's what, so... It's been the past couple of hamburgs. I haven't even been anywhere near you. Because, I mean, you'd, yeah. you'd run off and I'd just be, you know, making sure nothing disappeared from your table. So, yeah. but, yeah. And I've, also, and I've also not had a helper, so I've just been stuck behind my table waiting for uh, my friend Frank or I, this guy, John, or my friend John to come in. And then I'm like, hey, can you watch my table? I'll go to the bathroom. And then we just talk the whole time. So, I I come over and give you a bathroom break every once in a while if you're, no, no, you no know, you, you do and then, dancing and then, behind and the table. Always, <laughs> there's always there's, there's always buddy 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 will help me out if I need to. He's there anyway, so I can always go there, buddy. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> or, or can you please grab me a soda from over there? So right. you know I ha- I, ha- I do have options, but they if I really have to go, I gotta hope one of them strolls up to the table. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we do have that advantage, Joe, and uh, when me and you are at uh, Tinley, it's, you know, at any point, oh, one of us will break off. Yeah, I, can, you know? I walk the hell away, and I come back yeah, and that's what, sold two of my animals, so, yeah. yeah that's, what, that's, that's really why I hope Keith and Lon really do hang out, like, and they're, hopefully they get tired of walking, they want to sit, they can sit right behind the table, and then I can go run around the show, you know, and see some stuff, so, and, they'll, and then they'll have the map out for me, so um, hopefully... <laughs> Hope people hook that up. I'll have to definitely buy beers and 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 food for them, but that's okay. I'll I'll take care. If you're listening, I got you on that. Just let me know and come come hang out behind the table. You'll probably people will want to see them more than me anyway. They'll probably sell my snakes way better than I do. See, so um, everything but, sells when I'm not at the table. So I just let Eric but, do it because everybody likes. Well, you can buy it from more, me, so. or you can buy it from Keith and Lon. It's probably a little cooler buying it from Keith and Lon than me. So it'll, it'll <laughs> you know. 
I can see. I'll let you say you bought it from Lon. Lon's puffing on a cigar. Yeah. You want this snake, he, man. Yeah, Lon will probably pour like a shot of some of that good stuff he brings around, and then Keith uh, just tell the him. Hell? A, a, Keith will tell him the story from from early imports, and then they'll be buying stuff before they know it. So it's, yeah. it'll be all yeah. good for me. What the hell was it? Like last year, we were setting up the tables, and Lon comes over and he goes, "Here you go." And I'm like, "What are you giving me?" He goes, "You need to drink if you're going to set up your table." Oh, yeah. and I'm like, uh, yeah. "All right." <laughs> Lon, Lon, had, Lon had something, but he had some kind of crazy whiskey or bourbon behind the table or something. Yeah, something he said it was like had... Chicago-made whiskey or whatever. Oh, it was, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lon, <laughs> yeah, Lon. Lon was on point with that last year. I, I think I don't even think I think I skipped out on him. Like I don't know if I can even shoot one right now. I got to get some food in me. By the end of that mm-hmm. show, I'm starving. <laughs> well, that was oh, a weird. That was a weird day. Anyway, like we drove down, we had cracker barrel, and then we slept in the car. <laughs> well, this, it's going to be. It's going to be so much better this year. We're leaving Thursday morning, so we are going to get there. At a regular time, get to go to sleep and wake up early Friday, you know, Friday, and have loaded, not being like half half dead. So it should be a yeah. lot better. Yeah, that was That's good fantastic. thinking for sure. Yes. Yeah. Not driving over the middle of the night and then oh. you know, Owen, Owen somehow it's like, oh dude, I'm nervous about driving the truck with the trailer and I just can't do <laughs> it. And I'm like, ah, get get the fuck out of the way. We'll just take care of it. <laughs> get it out of it. It works. Yes, that was. Yeah. Uh, Good plan. Owen. Owen. Like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, plan. the first the first year Owen wasn't there, and then we just had nope. Zach, and then I drove most of the way. Then you drove, and then Zach's like, "I'm not used to driving any kind of SUV or truck, especially with a trailer." So I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit, here we go." Yeah. But he did a good job. And, and then, yeah. like I said on the way back, Owen's going, "I'm not used to driving a truck or an SUV or something with a trailer." I'm like, "Ah, oh, here we go, Chen." <laughs> so. And yeah. then for some reason, Zach really did not want Owen to drive. He did not he like, like me. He know. was not into you driving at all. He was adamant about that. Hey, yeah. I, and my thing is, if I keep offering, if somebody ends up stopping me every time, I offer. So it's yeah. fine. So tell you the truth, if I would have known that, I would have made. I would have jerked on the wheel a few more times. So then Zach wouldn't want me to drive my own car. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'd have gladly, gladly sat in the back and not had to drive any of that time. Uh. Yeah, well, get your Bigfoot stories together for the trip down. No, uh, no. I got, no, I, I got the Joe, no. I got the Joe Rogan, I got the Joe Rogan comedy all lined up for for so we can hear <laughs> See, that. But that's, he's making fun of those idiots, and I can, I can uh, do yeah, that. Yeah, you know, fun. And then, and then Eric will, will he'll he'll debate it to you what <laughs> no, Joe Rogan that. said, and it'll be stop it. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm me. taping it, man. I'm taping it. <laughs> Don't you dare! I'm putting, I'm putting like a, uh, you know, a little uh, hidden tape recorder, and I'm just gonna get you going, man. <laughs> just a, uh, one yeah. word. Want to go squatching? Squatch. Like a whole Owen rant, so you can just put, yep. play it for the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it should I be funny. Whole, whole episode. I mean, well, who, who who posted today? What it was, was it? Uh, Chad. He posted like 19 more days. But who's counting? Or was that yesterday or something? So it's coming. Yeah, up it was, uh, yeah. I think Chad was it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, got a feeling yeah. that this year is going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be even better than it was last year. I mean, as far as uh, it seems like Tinley's become the place, and you know, people kind of wait up at least on the East Coast and the, the you know in the in the mid U.S. It's. Uh, 
kind of the destination reptile show. Um, yeah, so. and now that it's our third year, I think we got a good. I think we can plot out a good schedule this year. Like first year, we were, we 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 were in the room the first Saturday, and we bullshitted so long that we missed almost the full auction. Yeah, and then we tried mm-hmm. to travel away, which was which we missed the group we were trying to meet up with anyway. When all the fun was back at the lobby bar anyway, the bananas. <laughs> so yeah. now I think we got a good. Now I think we got a good thing of like we need to go back, get freshened up, go to our spot to eat because for some reason after that show, I I don't know. I I know I'm always the one screaming. I need like real food. I need like a sit down yeah. meal, not hot dogs, not pizza. Can't get right. something from the hotel. I need I need like a meal. I need like a steak or some or some seafood in front of me. Right. And then we can, like I said, then we can hit the auction for a little bit. Go to go to bananas, and I think it's going to be like I think it's going to be a big group and like a crazy diverse group of, of different keepers. It's going to be it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, we had that yeah, kind I can't of wait. crazy group uh, last year. We ended up going like our entire group took over an entire section of that was that aerials or whatever that one place. Yeah, that that, that, that was no. bananas, right? That was that's what it's called, I think. Yeah, well, we had bananas is attached to the thing, and then they had the other. Remember, we went to like dinner with Jason and all the other carpet people. I don't know if Matt spun off the no. hang out with blood people. So. Yeah, no, I I had to be there. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't yeah, know, you had to be. Yeah, there. We all went. That was that was with Bill and all. It was. It wasn't. That wasn't that big. It was just us, kind of Bill, Lon, Bill's wife. No, that was the other one. But I'm talking like the big. I don't know. I I'm, uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Or am I talking the March? No, we we went or, to eat first at that place, and then that was the place. Yeah. And then we later uh, on we went to the to the bar, bananas in the there you go yeah, spot. I, yeah, I, I always think, end up with bananas. Go, so. Yeah, I think we should go back to that seafood restaurant after the show. That's a it's short. Hell yeah, right there. We should. That was, oh, we should yeah. that that was great. Yeah, that, that was good. good food. Yeah, that was definitely yeah. good. Like I said, I think I think. With the people coming now, hopefully everybody wants to hang together because it, 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 that's the other hard part about Tinley. It's like there's so many people out there. You want yeah, to hang out with so many people. So that's why it's cool that mm-hmm. everybody made – I wish everybody did go back to that lobby thing because even if they're not in your group, you can you can go over, spend a half hour here, half hour there. Like I said, remember when we were sending you that girly drink, you were just right across <laughs> the bar from us. You were just moving, you were just moving around when we sent you that martini that was pink and all that stuff. So yeah, with the girly umbrella yeah. and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was, was fantastic. With Tim and Chris, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it's just, if anyone's listening and they're thinking about going to Tinley and you have the time, definitely do it. It's gonna. Be, it doesn't matter if you're gonna buy anything or not. It's gonna be. You're just gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the positive side of the reptile biz, you know, is is uh, yeah those kind of experiences, you know. So I, and and the thing that I noticed from Tinley from from going when I used to go to Daytona is I'm sure there's drama in Tinley. I mean, it's not around us. <laughs> All the drama right. going on, we're not talking about it. People around us aren't talking about it. But Daytona always seemed to have like three fight or dramatic stories that were built up from the time you got there to the time you left and there was mm-hmm. like something going on. Not like that for Tinley. Like it, it doesn't really, it's not that way. Everything's just fun. You know what I mean? Like you, 
the opponent was so built, everybody was waiting for it. Everybody was like, this guy's going to fight this guy. It's 100%. They've already screamed at each other six times across the room. You know? God, I can't wait. Yes. Yeah, and it was always like, well, they did fight. I don't know who won because it got broke up so fast. It was They both looked silly, but it was a fight. And oh, wow. Like, That's just crazy. Yeah, We're going to count it, it as a fight. Like yeah. Yeah, it was literally like that. I mean, most, mostly no – it was like no one really saw it, but it, everybody said it happened. But um, from Finley, it's just not like that. It just seems like fun. Everybody kind of puts away the bitchy market talk crap that they just have fun and look at animals and yeah. what they want to get, their future projects. And, to, you know, it, it just – it seems to be all good stuff, which is – I wish it could be like that all year long on forums and everything else, but, you know, it can't be, because I guess everybody's not drunk at nighttime after selling animals. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the formula. If we could all just sell animals every day and get drunk and hang together, I think we'd all... Life would happy. be good. Yeah, life yeah. would be good, man. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, all right. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to hit on, but we're just, you know, we're running short on time. Uh <clears throat> Maybe no, uh, I, I, I feel bad if we didn't talk enough about short tail. So we definitely <laughs> jumped around subjects, but I'm sure you guys will have me on again. And maybe next oh, time yeah. I have to dive back into the first show. People are probably listening going, yeah, that show was so long ago. They're probably saying, why didn't they ask this dude the regular questions? Why do they jump right into genetics with him? But um, they jump right into genetics and he doesn't even know the damn genetics. So why? Oh, I don't care. I'm just saying maybe there's somebody, maybe out of the six people that will listen to this tomorrow, there's someone that's going, I wonder where this guy's background story is. So uh, maybe we'll have to start me from the beginning next time. So uh, we go in a different format. I don't think people could take my gibberish ideas on genetics anymore, but maybe they want to. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, and the next one what we'll do is uh we'll get pictures and and have it all mapped out like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good that idea. That seems to work real yeah. well. We only talk every day on this message thing that we have and I, we don't think about any of this till the day that we're on the show. So, right. it would make sense <laughs> yeah. to map that out. Yeah. Yeah. We we tell each other the dumbest things every damn day on the little message thing that us three have, but we don't think the day <laughs> We don't think like <laughs> let's get some pics together. So uh, pretty good. Yeah. I didn't think of it, so uh, you know whatever. Yeah, I, I I've I've been slacking, you know, just doing the bare minimum. Oh, you're shows. moving. But, yeah, well you're moving, so I can't, especially I can't with this one. So Owen, where are you at on that? Where's your ideas for the picture? I'm here to get this in gear. Always here. <laughs> yeah, Dropping right? the ball, dude. Hey, hey, what kind of co-host is this? I am. You're the, you're not moving. It's your boss. show too. I am the fucking comic relief at best, okay? So I, <laughs> I just go around cold. He, he's not going to do anything to help me because how the Eagles whooped the Steelers' ass this week. He knows he's not helping right, me at all. Not this <laughs> that was you. You could have stopped after it was like twenty-seven to three, but no, you had to keep going. So you no, damn what, right, I'm not helping. When's the show that rookie goodness off, dude? He has to do that. I God, I hope he gets his. Fine broke, but I mean, what? <laughs> oh, shit. That's not. That's not nice. That's not nice. No, I'm not. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Damn. But I could. But I. But I would say something like that if I was in your shoes too. So. Yeah, you've been in my shoes numerous times. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know. We're gonna. 
Of course, because I'm we whooped your ass. You're going to bring up Super Bowl rings. That's that's the usual go-to for all. I didn't uh, say them. I didn't say them. You were leaning on it. You were leaning on it. There's not. I didn't say anything about all six of them. Uh, all right. So. Fill you in. Ask your wife all the stuff to fill you in of what we're talking about. I know she exactly. Yeah, she'll explain ball. everything. Yeah. I just yeah. was writing this down, and I'm I'm passing her the note as we speak. <laughs> You're waking her up, Dave. I don't know yeah. what he's talking about. Super Bowl yeah. rings. Ask what Sunday, what, about about ring? what are all these things? Yeah. What kind of rings have a bowl on it, man? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah, we'll wrap it up. I'm. I still have to go downstairs and do a few things, and still go to bed. So. Yeah. Me too. All right, cool. Yeah. As always, man, thanks for uh, coming on and hanging out. And yeah, really, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm I always like doing this. It's a lot of fun, even though I'm still nervous. <laughs> Talk to you every day. I still get nervous <laughs> like crazy to come on the air. It sounds so goofy, and, and you know, I never know how I'm going to do. So hopefully, uh, everything turned out well. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I'm not looking for praise. I just always am nervous. So you know, that's, that's how it is. Oh, and he's very gotcha. scary. <laughs> yeah, I, I never, I never yeah, thought yeah, I, when I, I was doing this that there would be. I never thought when I started breeding snakes there would be a thing that we're going to talk every. You know, you hear a breeder talk every week about stuff, and uh, pretty uh, fun. It's awesome that here. But yeah. and another thing is <laughs> awesome that you guys are like continuing this as much as you are because I go on my podcast thing and just there's no reptile podcast. It's like you guys, and that's it. There's like no one continuing it. Yeah. So, Awesome to see you guys on top of your that's game that, and delivering like you guys said you would. Yeah. Well, yep. Oh, next yeah. week is uh, is what? Is uh, what? What's the number? Five year. Five years. Five year anniversary. That's insane, and you yeah. guys have been like at it five years. It's not like choppy and all that stuff. It's nuts. <laughs> Eric is my longest ongoing relationship. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's well. There you go. That's the that. whole five year show. <laughs> There you go. Uh, next week, I'll tell you. Next week, if you're a fan of the show, next week will not disappoint. Me and oh, Rob, I'm terrified. Me and Rob, terrified. I'm terrified. we were talking tonight, and Rob has been uh, tirelessly going through past episodes and picking out little. Uh, he, what we figured we'd do is that we're going to fir- focus on the first two years. Because oh god, <laughs> we we're gonna do every year that we have a, a, a the, the anniversary uh, show. We'll do two more years. So he has all these little snippets of sound bites that me and Owen have said, oh, and have been on. And, oh god, oh my god, it's great. So that's yeah. I'm only I'm only mad the two year show isn't after Tim Lee because then we could give. I like, I, I want to be able to input some ideas to Rob when we're all in the room together. Like I want to be like. <laughs> Imagine the scheme we can come up with when Owen's like in the shower and we're all just hanging out, like all the kind of crap. <laughs> uh, it would be so good. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've heard a well, lot of I the have, uh, uh, the clips. I mean, if this goes well, we'll probably just have Rob do next year's anniversary show. We'll have. Oh yeah, he's locked it. in, man. He's no. doing it every <laughs> every time. So feel free to plot, Matt. You just have to wait a year to see it. So uh, I don't want to be part of it. I just want to listen to it. That's all I want to do. 
So here's here's a stat for you. We're going through, and we have 633 yeah. hours of podcast oh. that we've done. Oh, God. So if Why you break it down. Listen to me talk that long? <laughs> so wait, if you break it down, if you played, if you started at episode one and press play, it would take a month, 24 hours a day to get through to the end. Of the podcast. It's That's pretty nice. wild, man. Holy shit. A fucking That's month. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Jesus. Did you did you ever think that, you, you know, everybody had to be saying, especially Morelli of Python Radio, can you really talk about Morelli? I mean, obviously you branched out a bit, but did you ever think, you know, I, I, I obviously you thought you were going to have at least some success. Did you think it would ever get to this? Really? Well, when I volunteered, I thought I'd do three three episodes tops and be fired and we both quit. And then I don't know. Eric keeps I don't going. know for a second Owen thought that, but I want to hear. I think here's Owen's side thoughts. I'm going to do this twice. I'm probably going to drive to the guy Eric's house and punch him in the face, and then I'll probably yeah, I'll yeah, probably find was, new snakes to like because I won't want to be part one. of. Yeah, I won't uh, want to be part of Carpet Pythons if idiots like that are part of Carpet Pythons. That's probably what I want. That's yeah, exactly that what he said probably, to me in the first email. probably, probably <laughs> hit the nail on the just, head, yeah. Just think, if it, if it went a little more sour. I'll probably kill you. If it went a little more sour, Owen could be a ball python guy right now. We wouldn't even, <laughs> we wouldn't even know him. Yeah, yeah. right? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, mm. Did I think that it would... Ah, uh, man, I don't know. Uh... See, now I'm interviewing I, you about your anniversary show. There you go. I don't think we, we didn't really plan it. We just kept going. And yeah. Oh. It never stopped. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy to think that 633 hours of our Tuesdays have been spent. Yeah. <laughs> when you look that at it like impressive. that. Well, you, know? you, actually, you obviously have an awesome, very understanding wife. And, Alan, that's why you don't have a wife. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good balance. Yeah, it's definitely a good balance. Oh, and you must Thank stay you. single Thank until uh, we hit ten years. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just can't oh, wait till he starts locking up. I can't, I can't wait till he starts locking up a relationship. Like, listen, um, every Tuesday night you can't see me. That's all. That's number one. Um, <laughs> I've had to say that. There's at least seven. There's at least six no, to seven good. weekends. Yeah, there's at least six to seven weekends I do reptile shows, so they're out. You're, you're you know, you got to start crossing yeah. on the list. Um, yeah. You can't ever have anything in the basement because that's my basement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is why. This is why you have to build house. your reptile. <laughs> Hold on. Collection after. So. Yeah. God. That's. This is the first, like I said at the beginning, this is the first time that I've done this show at the new house. So I'm actually yeah. in a room by myself, and my wife has full reign of the house. Whereas in my old setup, my computer was in my living room, so she'd have to go into the bedroom. So she hated right. it. I mean, she absolutely hated it. Yeah. So... Now she's. Uh, she must feel a hell of a lot better now that she got the house. Oh hell yeah! So yeah, definitely. I, I I just got the I just got my wife saying even in your car you're just 
so loud. <laughs> it's almost midnight, and you're in front of our house, and you're so loud. So, like, neighbor, who knows what neighbors think? So, uh, like, yeah, so what? what is Matt doing so, out there? Was, yeah, what I was saying, Owen, was see, that's why you had to get the wife before you got the reptile collection, because then we can slowly move everything in. Correct. You're never going to understand. Well, you're never going to get a girl to understand. I screwed that up. All that, yep, you messed up. So you're just going to – I guess when I always say you can't be with another reptile girl, you're going to have to be with a reptile girl. So yeah. take it back. You have to. Eric you're going to have to get someone – you're going to have to get time. somebody inside the hobby. You're going to have to. That's a good point, Matt. You might have to do that, yeah. Ellen. So yeah. your job at Tinley is to find a girl. Oh, great. No, so we can – we need – Do not put that out there. Stop we can set up a reptile right dating no, no, show no, 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 We can put no. we can put Owen on one side of the wall with three reptile girls. No, ask some questions. Oh, no, yes. so good. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's gonna be the the no, first Morelia Python Radio vodcast. I'm no. No. no, he thought about it. He thought about the reptile. No. I'm just not going to do it's it. Like, okay. uh, I'm not going to do Tim, it. Tim, Timley 2017. Don't worry about it. We'll get it going. Not this year, next year. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> you can plan properly. Yeah. Thank you for uh, all right, that well, out. Let me go. I, I, let me get out of here. Uh, all right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I, uh, I will be talking to you probably tomorrow morning. Who knows? All right. right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Later. Thanks, Matt. Cool stuff, man. Um, that that show deteriorated quickly. Like we, uh, we were th- getting ready to end, and then it went on for like another hellish fifteen minutes of my life. So, <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah. So. Next week, actually, um, this, on the 27th, uh, yeah. was the first time that I did a podcast under Morelia Python Radio, but we don't consider right. that this the... Was your, this was your solo. Yeah, this yes. was your solo show. <clears throat> we don't yeah. consider that the, uh, uh, the original show from the beginning, so... Um, Next week, we hit the five-year mark. Uh, like I said, Rob has been working, uh, <laughs> going through episode yeah, I, by episode, I got a, man. Well, I got a bone to pick with Rob because there have been certain things that I've gotten whips of around my office that maybe have to do with Mr. Stone. So, yeah, I got a bone to pick with Rob. Yeah. Should be awesome. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna love terrified. it, dude. I'm telling terrified. you. The two no, of us. I'm terrified. I mean, when you, I, I've heard some of the clips when you listen to me and you back there five years ago, and you know, I mean, even Maybe. the shows were shorter back yeah. then, and I don't know. It's just I, uh, because we didn't really know what to talk. We're still feeling each other out. I guess I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. Either way. Should be enjoyable. It should be massively enjoyable for everybody who listens. I might be dying a little on the inside, but you know. Yeah. Bring your cocktail of choice. <laughs> Whatever you drink, uh, drink heavily. Drink. Yeah. We'll be doing some drinking games for sure, and uh, yeah, it'll be oh. a good time. God, I'm gonna so. call. 
going to call out on Wednesday. I'm just going to tell Jim I'm dead. So. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's the. Um... You know, we, we talk about, uh, you know, it being five years for us, but really, um, you know, the breeders that come on the show and share their knowledge and stuff like that are really what uh, what make the show. Keeps it going. Um, yep. You know, so awesome. Um, so <clears throat> I, I say all the time, do your best to support, you know, everybody that's come on and, you know, takes their time and shares their knowledge and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, you know, I just can't thank them enough. So, uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. it, it should be cool. It should be a cool time. And it lines up right with Tinley. It's like perfect timing, man. And uh, I, I just think back that, that first year, that excitement. I mean, it was like Tinley Park, Moravia Python radio, complete carpet Python book. It was just like the, you know, it, it just, I don't know. It was just an awesome time, so <clears throat> um, should be a cool show. So make sure you tune in and uh, you know celebrate it with us. Um, let's see, uh, do we have what's the time? Fifty-four. Okay. Um, websites: MoreliaPythonRadio.com. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Um, it's uh email is info at moreliapythonradio.com. Um as far as myself, ebmorelia.com, Eric at ebmorelia.com is my email. Um probably after this weekend I will be all settled in and I'm gonna get some pictures of some babies and, and get back into the swing of things and um I apologize if I've not gotten back to you as far as uh, phone calls or anything of the sort, but like I'm sure you've heard me say about a zillion times, my life's been insane. Um, but uh, looking forward to seeing people in Tinley Park. That's all I got. Take us out. Cool. Uh, what I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. We're in the middle of updating everything on the site. So new pictures of breeders as well as everything like that. You can also like Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. Next show is Tinley Park. So we'll see everybody there. Look for us at the Morelia Python radio table. That's all we got. So we'll catch everybody back here next week for the five-year anniversary show. Good night, everyone.